Welcome to Love Alexi. My name is Alexi Wasser. I'm your host. And today my guest is comedian, writer, actor, Wayne Fetterman. Oh my goodness. I love Wayne Fetterman. I, uh, I met him years ago when I was a teenager. I was some young 18-year-old kid trying to do stand-up comedy. And, uh, and now I've re-met him as, as an adult. I'm now an adult. My frontal lobe is formed a bit more. And thank God it has because I get the the luxury of talking to Wayne, uh, and he just came out with a comedy album, his first comedy album ever called The Chronicles of Fetterman, available on iTunes. Check it out. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for Wayne. I want him to win a Grammy for this album. All right? So in 2017, everybody light a candle because Wayne should be at the Grammys. Um, anyway... We talk about a million things. Oh, God, what do we talk about? Self-help books, the four agreements. What do we talk about? Breakups. We, we, uh, we do a mock breakup. We harmonize to a song. We talk about life, love, dating. I don't know, all this stuff, comedy. It's just it's a very tangential conversation, which is pretty much like every conversation I will ever have on this podcast. And uh, we have a blast. For whatever reason, I just, I don't know, I'm giddy the entire episode he, the banter is fast paced, exciting. Uh, it's, uh, the chemistry is undeniable. I mean, that's what I think. And, uh, there you go. I had a blast. I hope he did too. I made the mistake. I am falling into a bad habit where I frame every episode, all two of them so far with a guy. I'm, I'm framing every episode I do, uh, where I have a conversation with a man as a date, and I don't know if I should do this. I think it's probably not great that I do this or the best thing in the entire world. But that's what I did with Wayne, even though I completely let him know that I don't really ever want to date comedians ever again because I did that as a teenager. And I think I just want to leave it at that and just have comedian friends. But nonetheless, I frame this as a date and uh, the energy is electric. And um, yeah, side note. Before we get to the conversation with Wayne, I want to let you know that my dad, who had open heart surgery uh, not that long ago, and maybe you know about this if you listened to the last episode of this podcast, he is recovering. He's back home. I have a horrible relationship with him, but uh, I've created boundaries and I'm helping him and we're, he's, everything is fine so far. So maybe the next episode I'll, I'll be on the verge of like having a nervous breakdown, meltdown, but you know, I'll keep you posted. It's like a soap opera or whatever. Um... I also want to say thank you for everybody who's been writing in emails. Thank you so much for sending in your emails. I appreciate it. I have I actually have a new email address special for Love Alexi. Uh, that email address is dearlovealexi at gmail.com. Very highbrow over here. It's a gmail.com address. <laughs> so, yeah, send your emails, your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your conundrums, whatever it is you want to say to dearalexi. Oh, sorry, dearlovealexi at gmail.com. There is also a phone number, a voice mailbox, where I would love for all of you to leave voicemails. Um, that would be really cool. Then we can play those messages on uh, who knows what episode of a podcast, whoever the guest is. We can all answer your question or we can just play it on the show, and who knows what will happen is what I'm saying. That telephone number is 707-892-0440. Save that number in your smartphone. And uh, how was your Super Bowl Sunday? Mine was insane. Here's why. I was going to go hang out with my grandma and my mom because we don't really care about the Super Bowl. Or do we? Well, we just wanted to spend time with one another. 
I would have watched a bunch of guys running around with cute butts and I don't know. I don't know. That's as far as it goes for me. I'm into group things because I'm an only child, so it's fascinating to be around a group mentality. But I had to cancel my plans with my mom and my grandma because all of a sudden I got a phone call late on Saturday night, the night before the Super Bowl, from a friend of mine who was working on uh, this big project. And he said, hey, do you want to work for four hours? I'll need your... I'll need you to be an actress on Sunday. Do you want to do that? Do you want to make some money? Do you want to do a cool thing? I was like, sure, what is it? Turned out it was the coolest thing ever. It was, uh, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but Key and Peele did this thing for the Super Bowl where they did live commentary of the Super Bowl. And it was sponsored by Squarespace, and they played these characters, Lee and Morris. And the backstory of the whole thing was uh, one of the guys, I don't know if it was Lee or Morris, but he's like got a rich dad. And his dream uh, is to be a sports commentator. And, uh, and ultimately, his dream is to get the affection and love of his father. But anyway, so they, they put on this whole event. And, they, and uh, then they find out at the last minute that they're not allowed to say the word Super Bowl. They can't say the names of players or teams. They can't say the names of big corporate corporations. Uh, they couldn't even say Twitter, anything, whatever. So there's all this red tape to kind of dance around. So that was kind of uh, interesting. And my role in it was uh, I was thrown in there last minute to be the social media correspondent. So I had a blast. I don't know what anybody thought of it, but uh, I mean, I I had a great time. Key and Peele are fucking incredible. They're like wizard master gods of improv. Like, I mean, I don't know what they're channeling, but it's uh, it's magical. And I had never met them before, and I was very shy and kind of insecure and not wanting to get in the way and just, like, you know, not know my place. But I just want to be respectful in somebody else's space when it's their whole big show and to-do and production. And they're improving for four hours. That must be exhausting. I just ran in and out and did my little bits here and there. I was exhausted because of all the adrenaline. But uh, they were so kind and lovely and made me feel very comfortable and were complimentary. And that was just really nice. They're very graceful. And that was, uh, that makes me like them even more. So thank you for that. And the director of the entire thing was this guy, is this guy, Jonathan Kreisel. And he just works on everything that's amazing in comedy. Uh, the new show Baskets. Uh, he's directed every episode of Key and Peele. I think he's written and directed every episode of Portlandia. I'm probably botching all of his credits, but he's just, you know, he makes, he's made digital shorts for SNL. So to watch him, just do like direct this live show and just he was so laser focused all this chaos going on around him like people arguing doing whatever and behind the scenes he was just so focused and so graceful doing his job that that was uh inspiring to watch anyway i'm gonna stop talking so much but uh, you have the telephone number to leave voicemails you have the new email address dearlovealexi at gmail.com and uh yeah I hope you enjoy my conversation with Wayne Fetterman. Now entering Nerdist.com. What is that? Oh my god, I can't even look. I, 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 don't, wanna, notes? I don't even want to talk until it's recording. Now let's do it. I'm ready. I like recording? that idea. I like that idea. I have. Take a seat. You're across from me. I know, of course. Are you getting this gold, Aristotle? All right, cool. Oh my god, I'm like binge eating a Snickers bar. 
I had my meal. I also brought a meal. Are you going to eat on my podcast? Maybe. Oh, my God. Maybe. I've, I've eaten on a podcast here. There's one that... <laughs> we don't just, do that on my podcast. ...that Doug Benson does with... Uh, and you know Doug Benson. Oh, God. That's how I first met you. Um, oh, my God. We have to get into that. Hold on. Let me put the Snickers bar aside. You don't have to... Go. Oh, God. I'm just no, stating a No, I have to. I, I want to... Because you know what? take my jacket off here. I'm ready. I'm, wearing, I'm waiting for the host. I'm wearing... This. Questionable. Yeah, whatever. You can call me a... A host, a hostess. I like hostess. I like doing the. Let's be old. I like gender roles. I like gender roles. I like gender roles too. Actually, you do. I really do. Ah, Let's talk about that. I'm old school. Um, I'm a mix of new school and old school. In fact, you're middle school. I'm middle school. You know what I mean? I didn't. I didn't go to college, but I did graduate. (laughs) I graduated high school. I'm just saying. Listen, somehow that makes sense in my head. Let me check my teeth. Yeah, things are happening. Checking my teeth, making sure I'm beautiful. How do you do it? How do you? What do you got there? Is that a mirror? Got a big compact. Is Take that, it out. If I really respected you, I wouldn't be doing this in front of you. I'd be right, more covert. Right. You'd be worried that I would think yeah. less of you. But I think I actually do do that on dates. You do? Just to kind of like, hey, look how earthy and down to... No. And now you're applying lipstick no. for no, a I'm, podcast. No, I'm lubing up. No, because, you know, I want you to uh, I want you to be... even though this And is, you feel like this all needs to be recorded. <laughs> <laughs> this is essential. I just, I just want... <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is what gives me my point of view. Of course. You know, my, course. Uh, my manager keeps saying you have to have a, a point of view, and this is mine. Um, Can I tell you something about point of view? When oh, I Jesus. first came out to, I don't think I You came out? Came out to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. There was a comedian named Johnny Solomon. You don't know him. Okay. But I ran into him once on the street. I was driving my car, which was a Plymouth Arrow. You like details here on Love I love, I'm all about <laughs> memory. I'm all about it. Setting a stage. And uh, he came up to me. He goes, I'm taking a class. He goes, I'm, I'm late for my class. I go, what, are you taking an acting class or what? You know, he goes, no, I'm taking, I swear to God, oh, no. persona class. <laughs> I need that. No, pers- that's what it literally, when you're talking about your attitude, that's like a version of that. It's like, what is your persona? I said, what? He goes, yeah, it's a class where you kind of define exactly what you want to do. Out- this is... Literally, like eight, 1989 or something. 1989. Did so, he ever figure it out? I, well. <laughs> Where is he now? Should we get him on the line? <laughs> Sorry to cough. Um, that's, that's fine. <laughs> no, but of course, immediately, my comedic, my lame comedic mind was thinking, like, I'm sure I would go sign up for the, the uh, persona <laughs> class, get there late. <laughs> All the good ones are gone. Oh, you choose it. You're, you're imagining it's a grab bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah like it's, on the board. You know, and like all the like confident, funny. Yeah. So I, I left just like desperate just or desperate, desperate oh. or uh, nervous. I, ner- I, I <laughs> nervous and needy. That's yeah. That is mine. That's that, actually taken too. Oh, you I, got that. I grabbed right. that one. Yeah. But I, I always thought that was weird. Like I was like, oh my god, I'm not in New York anymore. Oh, that's when so I gross. talked to Johnny Solomon that day, he had a th- his his gift was. He could talk like he sounded, talked as if he was sounded like he was underwater. I know that wasn't a sentence. I think it's the most anybody's ever spoken about Johnny Solomon. No, he was ever. a funny comic. Was he? Is he a well-known comic? No. No. Um, um, I'm glad you feel so cozy with me. You can just eat and gulp your Chipotle. Is it, well, tell me if it's too loud no, in the microphone. Great. No, this is great. Um, I, no, I just went to Chipotle. It's right around the corner here I know. from the melt. I did so much. First now, of all. Let me ask you a question. Oh, if God. you were going to get like a tuna melt okay, or a I turkey wouldn't. melt. Yes. Because we're here. Where are we at? We are uh, We're upstairs of uh, Meltdown Comics on right, Sunset right. in so, uh, West Hollywood. Right. Tinseltown. Which is part of Nerd Melt, right? Nerd Melt. No, maybe I'm wrong. So no. anyway, 
What kind of cheese would you? Am I right? That's where Aristotle will sit if he joins the conversation. Aristotle. Okay. Just so, you have so what is the difference between nerd melt and meltdown? Nerd melt is the theater. Mm-hmm. That's both. That's what I thought. So we're above nerd melt. Very is that cool. correct? Nerd melt and the nerdist podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's highbrow. So, it's a big deal. Yes. So. What am I going to If you were going to, yeah. I know you're going to get it. All you're right. going to be able to talk a lot. And I'll just sit back. <laughs> But if you, I'm trying to find out about you. If you were going to get a tuna melt or a turkey melt or something, what cheese would be your preference? I would never get a tuna melt because I like to always be prepared to make out. <laughs> never. I would never get a tuna melt because I would always, I always, I don't like onions on things. I think that's somebody trying to ruin my life, especially right. raw onions, because I always want to be. Make out ready. Make out ready. Have nice fresh right. breath. Uh, I would probably get. I don't know. But if I were going to get a hamburger, can we substitute it for a hamburger? Yeah. This is just. How do you say that? Say hamburger again. Hamburger. Oh my god. That's a Wayne, weird way to say it. Wayne right? is jerking off right now. I think I've, I use these same jokes with every male guest. All two of them or three no, of them. No, I've no, had. no, no, no. I'm not jerking off. I'm He's saying not, you're which saying is even more rude. I'm but. saying you're saying hamburger. A hamburger. Weird, you're saying it a weird way. Hamburger. Would you rather I said hamburger? What do you want me to say? Say it again. Just, just, just oh don't, my God. don't even think about it. Just what are you going to do with just this? Say it. Just say it. Just say it. <laughs> I don't like this one bit. Hamburger. Okay, now you're over. If you're that. listening in your headphones, that would have meant a lot. Okay. It's been really cool. All right, listen. So what was the cheese for the hamburger? It would, it's American. Same here. And I would have been embarrassed. Why? Because I feel like it's low brow. Oh, but it tastes better because that's what it's your parents best. made. It's the best. I don't know if it's by my parents, but I agree with you. Let me just say. What's your favorite? Okay, never mind. Let's go ahead. No, you, go, no, you no, yeah, you're, done, no here's done. the thing. No, you are not done. We've only just begun. This is fantastic. By the way, how tall are you? Six feet, two inches. So cool. How old are you? Can I ask that? Yeah, I'm going to be 57 in June, so 57. I'm 56 right now. 56, and if you're in June, that makes you a what? Cancer. It makes you a cancer. I like to say that because if there are any girls listening, that matters to women for whatever reason, me included. I don't know why. So I just want to like throw Can that I out to the world. Can I say that the women that that's interesting to is not a woman you want to date? Not well. I mean, it's not a deal breaker. It's not a deal breaker. It's not a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. But it is. It's not high on my list. It's not high on your list. But you know what? Even the women you want to date, I promise you, somewhere deep down inside them. <laughs> They read their horoscope and they check and they 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 they, they yeah, it matters well, them a little I, bit. I'm just telling you, I know women. I'm you, cool. I understand. All right, understand. so listen, you're on my podcast. It's I'm very loved. Thank you thing. for having Amazing me. Amazing that you're here, and also, and I know that you feel like you were uh, you've been doing too many podcasts. Yes. Uh, feel like I'm uh, overexposed. Podcast. You feel like life. you're overexposed. On, we just did one. What are we, Todd's? Right. He's, yeah. yeah, he's talking to Aristotle. They know each other. Yeah. They know each other. They go way back. Yeah, it's from crazy. the podcast. How, do we know each other from anywhere else? No. Okay. Some, okay. All right. I love that name, though. Aristotle. Uh, so, so sexy. So great. I know. He's 23. Have you turned 24 yet? Not yet. 23. 23. Gorgeous. Great job. I think <laughs> I talk about him too much and add him and just, I don't, Aristotle, do you feel like I, uh, all right. Do I, do I, what do, what do people do to women? Exploit them, not exploit them. Um, I know. What's the word? It's, uh, it's early. It's one thirty-five p.m. Hug them on a Monday. Hug them, make them feel good. Pay yeah. for their meals. No. Open the door. <laughs> These are all the things I do for women. Anyway, this is like the pyramid. Listen. So I know you felt like you, uh, Wayne Fetterman. I know that you feel like you were uh, you, you're, you're overexposed on podcasts. Yes. So I'm I'm uh, 
I did so much research, by the way, because I went and I thought, how can I? How, I just I have like copious notes. I know too much about you now. This is I'm actually I'm swimming in Wayne Fetterman. I'm swimming in Fetterman, and I'm there dr- is I'm three drowning. pages of three pages of notes there. <laughs> I'm drowning in Fetterman, and I love it. Um, yeah, I but but I thought you know I listened to you on all these various podcasts, and I'm like, okay, what are the things not to touch upon? I've learned you know you don't like hot beverages. Do you know that you don't like coffee? Uh, right, that's wait, a hot beverage. So I'm going to try to reframe this. Here's what I like to do on Level Lexi, which you are already instinctually going towards. I mean, I don't. I don't. Did have you say to. level ecstasy? Love Alexi. I literally thought you said level ecstasy. I think you're being mean to that me for no reason. Nice, that's the nice name <laughs> level, of like a, like level, a science fiction level show ecstasy? on uh, the CW. <laughs> that's the only kind of ecstasy I would do. Level, level ecstasy. Level ecstasy. That way it's like have not too scary. Have you ever done it? Have I, you ever done it? Listen, I'm gonna, we'll, ta- we'll go there in a moment. But I, okay. ha- I have done ecstasy, yes, when I was a teenager. Okay. Um, a few times. And... Uh, I'm on Molly right now. Let's Are go. you? I know. Oh, Molly, you're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> you said Molly. So what I want to do is I'm going to frame this like because uh, you've already been going in this direction. Uh, this is like a date. This is like uh, this is like we're on a date. Okay. Because we're just talking, right? Well, it's well, into microphones. Into microphones, really far away from each other, or across <laughs> yeah, from one another. Yeah. But I actually, I've sat you across from me because I prefer. I prefer. You that. Prefer it. I've learned this, and all the you know, I you know, I I, I watched your uh, your stand up. You did, you know. Uh, I mean, uh, I, You're I, swimming in Fetterman. Swimming in Fetterman. You heard it here first and last. Uh, so, is it, are you are you overexposed on podcasts because you are promoting the Chronicles of Fetterman? Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? So, tell me about this, and then we'll go to like exciting stuff. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, everything you is exciting, but like, so what is what? What? Tell me about Chronicles of Fetterman. Fetterman. Well, this is the one thing I feel like I'm most overexposed. Okay, forget whatever. So he made he made a he made a, a comedy album. 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 Uh, you know, it spans from uh, yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, exactly. there you go. Buy it today. Available <laughs> on iTunes. Thank you, thank you. It's my debut comedy album. Debut. I never put out. I've been doing it for a long time. What took you so long? I, many reasons, but Kathy Griffin was like, "This is what I do. You're not going to do this." No, I just, I. It's a, just you anyway. Just, you did it. I did it. You it's did. out, but it's a compilation album of bits starting in 1984. Aristotle knows. We talked. He was born in the nineties. Oh, you already talked about. Can can we not? I mean, all I feel like I do is I reference like Joe Rogan's podcast, which you should do, by the way. Oh, I I like that podcast. Okay. Uh, Todd Glass's podcast now. Right. Okay. Let's Uh, keep going. Pete Holmes. My what my podcast is? It's become a commercial for other (laughs) for other podcasts. Um. So you did that. That's fantastic. What we're going to do today is kind of frame this as the date where I get to know you and all this stuff. But are you are you single? You six two, babe. Yeah, I am single. You're single? I am single. But you just got back from New York, and I heard you were dating out there. That's what I heard. Listen, you put yourself on the internet. I'm going to do research and find out what's going on out there. there Who is. was this monster you went on a date with? She's not to, a monster at play. all. a play? She's not a monster at all. She's a very sweet girl that I did spend some time with. Did you have sex with her? I, I'm None one of my... those. I tend not to kiss and tell. Cool. I tend not to kiss and tell, but I think, let's just say... <clears throat> Ew. What? We had a good time together. You had a good time together. Are you on Tinder? No. Uh, no. Too, Let me tell you why. Okay. Too Are famous. Are you curious? Too famous for Tinder? No. Not too famous All right. There's another one that's for famous people. Like it's send really? You, send you an invite. I don't, right. know, I don't know why I'm on All right. it. But All yeah. right. Yeah. I want to be on. Uh, this is the problem with Tinder was I actually went on a kind of a date with a girl, a writer, and uh, she lives in the Valley of San Fernando. <laughs> familiar with it 
Um, I've heard of it. Yeah. But, but more importantly, I just turned around to Aristotle, and we're both just smiling so big. Because you're so great, Wayne Federman. All right, all right, okay, all right. Tone it down. Take it down. <laughs> okay, okay. This might so, never, never work. Okay. So I, so I said, like, I'm not. I'm for kind of familiar with Tinder. She's on it. I go. Let me just see, like you, just like what you would do. Just like pretend I'm not here. And then at any time, I'm allowed to stop you and say, why, what, what's going on? Just because I've never yeah. really seen it. So she started, like I saw the guys that approved her or accept whatever, swipe right is good, yeah. left is bad, I learned that. So uh, she did it, and I found the whole thing so dehumanizing. Oh, yeah. It made me, I was already skeptical, but then when I saw it like in action, I was like, there's yeah. no way. Why do you think it's dehumanizing? I agree, but I want you to, you know, spell it out for me. Because I just feel like it's the future. Everybody's doing this, and I got pushed into being on this dating app. I'm on this dating app app called Raya, which is like people describe it as Illuminati Tinder or elitist Tinder, where it's basically like some bullshit nightclub that people decide who gets in and and like there's a. You know, and I just. Yeah. Yeah. And you're in it, you love it. Well, I'm on it because my friends created the app. I write about dating and love and all this stuff, and I, I felt like. So you have to know. Well, it's I just research. felt like I felt like it's weird if I'm not on it. Yeah, and I don't like it. It makes me. I'm romantic. I like. I'd rather meet somebody at like Whole Foods, you know, on Santa Monica and Fairfax. Well, I, I'm not saying that online is not a bad way to meet people. I'm just saying, in particular, Tinder to me, just for my aesthetic of like the way I want to look at human beings, not as like yeah, like headshots that yeah. I respond to. Like it's a casting session, and I just feel like. When you go out on a date with that person, I assume it's just, it seemed, it's like an audition or something. Oh, my God. And then you have to live up to your best photos that you put up that <laughs> are like point, airbrushed. You know what I mean? And, and also, no, I do know what you mean. And then, and then, I speak English. Oh, just, God. Oh, you, you brought that up with another podcast yeah, you did, I remember. Yeah, oh, my yeah. God. You're right. And by the way, and I was on your side when I did, when I was listening to you oh, say no. that to him because I, I, when men say that to me, like, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? I've actually interrupted. Do you say my line? You can take it. It's I, I've said it, I said it your line before I knew it was your line. Love I it. we're high five. You can't see that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jinx! What a great date we're yeah, on. That's what it. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about, Aristotle? Where someone says, "Hey, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean?" I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know exactly why you think this is a problem. Well, listen, I said <laughs> I, I. I feel like it's lazy. Is what I feel like it is. Lazy speech pattern. It's I. I'm. I, it's, for me, it's You're a lazy g- speech pattern. That's why I just did it. Mm-hmm. But when somebody does it to me, you feel like I, it's insulting. I just, and if it's a man, if, if a man does it to me, I'm just like, yeah, I got, I, I get it. Yeah, I know. I, I will always know what you mean. And when you say something and I don't know what you mean, I'm not afraid to ask you what you mean. So that's what I say. And then, uh, so I'm single. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> wonder why. Jeez. Um, but also with the Tinder thing or any dating app thing, I feel like pheromones or pheromones are yeah. something you can't get a gauge on. Yeah. Height. I'm very tall. You're very tall. Mm-hmm. Another reason why this date is going great. It's that going we're having. great right now. Oh, we can look at each other in the eye. Right? Yeah, even though we're sitting down. So, yeah, this is amazing. This Our is great. Our torsos are, are aligned. <laughs> <laughs> look torso <at> alignment. <laughs> oh, my God. We both took an equally long amount of time to, to laugh at that joke <laughs> that we both made. Um, so all, all I do is men don't list their height on on this dating app that I'm Why? on called Raya because they just don't because they don't feel oh we're doing a podcast up here guys sorry it's uh, real um, let me ask there. you a question is, is the name of this called Raya Riot Raya Raya I don't know what it means or why they call it that I feel like are you curious because well I've heard that I don't know why I follow this comedian named 
something Kirk Fox. Yeah. Do you know I this know, guy? Of course. Never of course. met him in my life. Listened to him on a tall, pod. Tall, tall guy. Yeah. Listen, we follow each other on Twitter. I don't know why we've never met each other. Could this be Mr. Wasser? I don't think so. I don't know. I've actually decided I'm not going to date anymore. I'm done dating for 2016. But you seem just, and I know you only briefly, but you seem like the like kind of girl that gets out, asked out a lot and goes out a lot with the boys. Um, Or at least could if she didn't say no. Uh, Maybe so. Yeah. I that, go out. That's my That's my hunch. But the thing is, I have so much stuff I want to do, and I am an only child. Oh weird. Oh my god! Are you going to start crying? No. What's <laughs> if I did, if I did, could you handle it? Yeah, I can handle it. <laughs> did you see Grease last night? No. You know what? I was watching Easy Rider, live tweeting Easy Rider, and and the world was live tweeting Grease. By the way, you're time stamping this podcast. Yeah, I'd like, of course. I'd like for it to be timeless. Just kidding. Yeah, I didn't watch Grease. Did you? Of course. You, what happened? Well, my, I was just thinking about that song, my favorite song in the show. Are you familiar with it? I love Gre- the okay. original. It's my favorite. I would watch it. I would fight over John Travolta with my little girlfriends yeah. and reenact well, all he, the dancing. Uh, Are you calling song- me Rizzo? No, but Rizzo's song, Oh, when she says... There are worse things Yeah, that song, that's my favorite song. That's in my, the- me too. All right, so again, oh torsos. Okay. Rizzo, we got a lot going on here. <laughs> okay, keep going. So uh, what about that? You just called me a slut? How no, 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 no. But the thing is, she's, she's like... She talks about crying at the end of the song, but the one, the, but I can feel, but I can cry. Oh, wait, wait, let's try to, wait, wait, let's try to the, sing it. There are worse not things the whole, I could the, do. Wait, but I can feel, and I can love, da, 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 da. Wait, oh, something about. A fact, I bet you never knew. Um, But the worst, wait, but to cry in front of you. <laughs> like, yeah, so that's apparently, the. but you're not afraid. You're that's like. That's the worst <clears throat> thing. I could, I could do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. So it ends about her not wanting to cry in front of uh, Kaniki or whatever that guy's name is. I think um, she didn't want to cry in front of the other girls who are like, uh, quote unquote, slut shaming her, as they say in this modern oh. culture we live in with all these uh, oh, right, right, labels right, right. that because I can't she stand. Might, she missed her uh, that time of the month. Listen, and, now we're talking about this too long. Okay, I got I got to take us home. I've got to lead this. I am the host. I forget that um, sometimes. But very uh, <laughs> good. Thank you. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I I'm a tangent guy, so I'm gonna try. I, I am too. Just going back to Raya, Raya, yeah. the dating app for a moment. Um, because men don't put their height there, and I don't want to be taller than a man. I'm constantly alienating myself, and I've said this on previous podcasts too. Because I, I'll get into, I'll match with somebody on this bizarro Tinder thing. And then they'll be like, how are you? What's going on? I'll be like, yeah, 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 I'm good. I'm good. How tall are you? And they'll say they're 5'8", they're 5'9". And then I'll say I'm 5'11". And then, and then they get offended that I ever asked because they, they pretend they don't think it's a problem. And then I, they think I've made a big issue out of it. But I think it's a real thing. Don't you? Do you not care? Well, you're gargantuan. I mean, tall, svelte, tall. <laughs> gargantuan. <laughs> but I mean, would you date a woman who was, I mean, this is all. I would date a girl taller than me, would over 6'2". That's crazy. Um, maybe, maybe I I tend to like taller women. You I mean, do, but I'm 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 more about the person. You're more. About, I'm going to consult the notes now. I'm more about the person. I'm more going. About, oh, did you ever date Kathy Griffin? I, I, here, I want to get a scoop. Okay, I, you're I not going to get anything. I want because like I you're feel like you've getting... been all these podcasts. You're spreading yourself so thin. If I can't, you know, we already we just harmonized. We just sang a song. 
That's a podcast first for us. <laughs> that is true. Um, if I could get some kind of cool, like, did you did you make out with Sarah Silverman at any point? I love her so much. This could be great for this. I know. For us. I'm not going to do any of that. No? So you've done it all. It didn't say, so you won't answer. You're not saying no. I'm not saying, I'm not answering okay. any of those kind of questions. Okay. Wow. But I, I will say this. Yes. That I do like making out. You love making out. Yeah. All I'm right. more of a, I feel, yeah. I get the number of women. Don't look at me like that while you're telling me these things. This isn't really a date. This is a podcast. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Amy, for our listeners, <laughs> relax. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no. I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. What? But I, I don't like to gossip. This is a thing. This is like a core value of mine. Core, very good. This is like more likeable. opening up somebody's mail and looking at it or looking at someone's email or anything. Yeah. Like, and like privacy and gossip are things I don't trade in. Okay, great. Um <laughs> Great. I, I don't do it done. either. We're Just done. And you, uh, thank you for coming into Love Alexi. Uh, you can follow. Uh, Thanks, Aristotle. Wait, did you? Uh, wait, so did you make like a play for uh, getting back to your whatever you're doing? Uh, the Chronicles of Fetterman. And getting back to that, our touchstone. I don't want to talk. Okay, but did you like make a play? You know, just speaking of Kathy Griffin for me, because I think when I, whenever I think of her, I think I love her. I love yes, her. I love her. So do I. So do I. So I always thought it was so funny how hard, she, you know, how much she pushed uh, getting nominated for a Grammy, her comedy album. Mm-hmm. So did you make a play for that? I or? have it. It'll be this year if I do it. Oh, really? It'll be this October. So what? How does that work? I don't know. I'm how- going to look in. I'm going to make a play. Yeah, but how do you, you don't even know anything about how to make a play? Not yet. I don't have to do it. They're, the Grammy Awards are in two weeks. Oh, so wait, you make a play at the end of like for next it's year? It's for October to <clears throat> October is the Grammy year. Is the Grammy it's like, year? Like that's their fiscal year. Okay. My album, The Chronicles of Fetterman, that I don't want to talk about, <laughs> okay. came out the fifteenth of October, so I'm eligible for next year's Grammys. Okay, this is exciting. If, yeah, so I am going to try. Yeah, I don't. I don't have quite the juice that Griffin has, but I'll give it a, my best shot. We'll make her help you. She's okay, your friend. You used to date. Isn't that what you just said? <laughs> Allegedly. Okay, I'm just kidding. Um, so listen, how did we meet? Oh, I know exactly how I met. Oh my god, I'm dreading this because. Okay, I love you this immediately me. became about you. It's so No, great. you were trying you to ask me about three me. Three pages of notes. No. How did we how no. did you meet me? No. How did we meet? That's not a crazy question people ask. I remember ask. the day I met you. Tell me. I'm but I'm dreading this a bit, but tell me. All right. Well, you were hanging out with a comedian oh. who we mentioned earlier. Doug Benson. Yes. All right. And I believe the venue was in the back of the last coffee shop before the one oh one. They used to do open mics back there. Do you know that coffee shop? Yes. It's like on Franklin. Yes. Yeah, on Franklin. Yes. That's how right. when I met you. Are Never, you? Yeah. I'm, I'm in the ninety percent sure that I might have met you once before then, but that was the first time I definitely talked to you. Oh man, what did we talk about? I think it was your bangs. <laughs> because I really. <laughs> yeah, really? and you were a oh youngster. I think I was, you were under twenty. I was no, I was for sure just turned eighteen. Yeah, yeah. I was were... dating. I don't even want to say his name is again. All right. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna kill myself. Yeah. So, and I thought you were adorable, but I also, you know, eighteen. What does that mean? Like you're like I was gonna have sex with you. No, no, no. But you no. were eighteen. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I thought kidding. you were like hanging out with. The, I wouldn't. I wasn't hitting on you at all. No, that's good. I. Uh, so that's where we met. That's where I met. And then. Do you remember that at all? I don't. You know, I think I blocked it all out because. I, I remember Brody Stevens being around there, and I remember, like, I was doing open mics, and I was doing stand I'd go to, like, five open mics a night, and I'd, like, I was 
trying to do stand-up with my friend Jarrett Grody. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know him. Yeah, and sure. At some point, he started booking. Jarrett is in a movie I'm in. Oh, really? What movie? It's called Funny, Funny People. People. Directed by who? I think Judd. I can't remember his last name. <laughs> look it up. Excuse me. It's, I'll look it up. Shut up. It's on IDBM. Oh, God. That's the alternate one. Oh, cool. Just for the... Very, that's the, the deep, dark yeah, web. Yeah, that's the yeah. one. You have to get the invited bitcoins. to. bitcoins, yeah. Um, God, <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah, that's a little, yeah, so I, you know, I yes. wanted to do stand-up. I didn't, okay, I... I did stand-up with you, by you, the way. Really? Yeah. I really blocked all this stuff out. Mm-hmm. We did it at... Oh, this was not that. There was another bar. There was another like a restaurant. Oh, uh, man. This is terrible. No. You're not going to remember. No, but anyway, I remember you did a set that night. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Well, here's. Yeah. So I was doing stand up and it was so terrifying. I had, it is terrifying. had no idea what I was doing. Uh, you know, whatever, who does, you figure it out and all this stuff. But for me, it was so so terrifying, and I would drink so much because it was primarily men. I'm around all these men. I'm this 18-year-old girl. Right. Some people thought I was adorable, I guess. You just said that. No question. Um, no it's question. Not, I, I feel like it was, I mean, obviously. Undeniably. Beauty is a subjective thing. We can all agree on that. But I think that was that was a layup. You've seen pictures of you at 18, right? Is it over for me now? No. I, I was nervous. I have a pimple today. How dare you? I'm tired. My dad's in the hospital. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm stressed out. You know, I'm preparing three pages no, of notes you're still for a podcast. Adorable. Thank I'm just you. saying, you see a picture of you at 18. I'm just trying to. The state is going horribly. <laughs> horribly. You feel like awry. that's a terrible thing no, to say? No, I'm just fucking with you. I'm totally teasing. Okay. Um, All right. And I, I don't, apologize. And I don't, no, don't. I'm teasing. Oh, my God. Wayne is checking his phone. Now, I just wanted to make sure I was on airplane mode. Oh, cool. Because um, I need to see that movie later. Today, I can't believe I said that. Okay, what? keep going. Okay. Um, yikes. So I would, I would drink a lot. I, I drank a lot to be brave to go on stage. Mm-hmm. And I, now I perform and I never drink because I, I want to like walk through the fear and get braver and everything and and, yeah i just remember gaining so much weight and making out with so many comedians that were way too old for me uh yeah and then then from then on then i just swore we never made out oh god i know we didn't make out and that's why you're here that's why why that is not why you're here that is not why you're here um but yeah that's that's just what i remember but i think i I blocked a lot of that out because i was drinking so much and it's a terrible terrible time in my life well, I, I remember it as you being delightful oh, and good. fun. Oh, great. And had a nice, I'm going to use the word effervescent personality. Really? Yep. Oh, man. I knew you were under 20. Yeah. I knew you were under 20. Thank you. And um, and that and that was, I mean, that was my impression of you. How old were you when you started doing stand-up? Well, it all depends on how you count it. How do you? What do you count as your birth date for stand up? I don't know. I just think it's just getting on stage, even if it's an open mic. What about doing shows in high school? Does that count? I guess. Well, you do everything. You play ukulele. Yes. Oh man, you're a Renaissance man. Um, and by Renaissance, you mean super cool? Who does the guy who does a lot of things? Oh, okay, okay. I think you, you know somebody who's super old fashioned and no has a bathroom stop, outside. Stop and... checking your phone. I'm what not are you doing. What my you, phone wait, get your hands I'm, in your pockets. I can't. Not, I can't. I'm putting ha- the phone over here. Eat your not Chipotle. Touching your phone. <laughs> Not touching the phone. So wait, yeah. Ukulele, so ventriloquism. Anyway, when I was in, yeah, when I was in high school, I was a ventriloquist. This is not the coolest thing you've ever told me, but how did that come to be? Look, I have a more geeky thing than that. Tell me. Piano? Just no. kidding. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm cursing too much for you. You know you don't like that. True, true. Yeah. Um, for a while, can besides we, being a ventriloquist. Can we cut that awkward silence out? 
No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> I'm teasing. For a while, I was a um, member of the ACE, which is the American Coaster Enthusiasts. The American Coaster Enthusiasts? Yes, and those are people who love roller coasters. And they have our own club. Oh, God. At least it's not. I thought you meant coasters. I thought you meant coasters for a drink. Yeah. All right. That would be weirder. That'd be even dorkier. (laughs) You know, that's okay because I used to, I used to collect chapstick and wear chapstick around my neck and wear the color depending on what outfit I was wearing. Like, you know, like I would. All right. So listen. Look, I'm glad that you can remember things from your past. You just seem like you blocked out so much. Just, just the really heavy stuff. Um, So wait, so you're in the coaster enthusiasm, uh, enthusiasm. Coaster enthusiasts. Okay. Pre-internet. Pre-internet. All new law, all about King's Dominion. Uh, Six Flags. Six Flags. The whole thing. Um, Started in Texas. Tell me when you started performing. What compelled you to perform? Well, I, I count ventriloquism in high school as starting to okay, perform. Okay, so you perform. So, like, what? Do you come from a fucked up family where you're like, oh, my God, I got to get out of here. I've got to, like, uh, I need validation in a certain way. Like, what uh, Well, kind of- I was. This is the, it's a little tricky, but for a while I was the youngest kid in my family. And youngest kids tend to gravitate towards stand-up. This is just, if you look at the chart, yeah, it's true. Because they. They're like, look at me, look at yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. As, okay. sim- as simple as that. Yeah. So there was a little of that. How many and I kids? remember I had a, a well, ultimately there was six, but okay. there was four for a while. I was the youngest of the four, and then big gap, and then two more. Okay. Uh, but I remember I had an epiphany in the, I believe it was the second grade, when the teacher was like, uh, who, you can do, we want to do a book report. You have to do a book report, and you can do an either written or oral. That was the way they described it, oral book report. Yeah. Two people in the class wanted to do orals. Myself, and I know that sounds dirty, and <laughs> no. then this little girl, Sandy, or whatever her name is. <laughs> so um, I didn't mean it to be, sound dirty. So uh, so at that point, I was like, oh, like, who wouldn't want to do an oral book report? You don't even have to write it. You can just make it up as you're doing it. It seemed like the easiest homework assignment in the world. Yeah. So I was flabbergasted that at that point, I was like, oh, maybe I'm cut from a little different cloth. And then I was always in plays and things like that. And I like, I guess I like the attention. And then when I found out that stand-up was, a lot of teachers actually encouraged me. Um, but does that mean? What? You're a young kid, but do you have a messed up family? Is there any kind of like, do you think, you could, are, or are you the sanest stand-up comedian out there? Even though you do a lot of things. You're a writer, you're an actor, you're a comedian, you play piano, you do it all. You do all this stuff. Ukulele enthusiast, right. all the stuff. But I feel like, going back to like me blocking out the past where mm-hmm. I dated like every comedian that was like 30 years older than me or something, Right. I used to think like, uh, I'm bringing it back to me, I'm going to throw it right back to you. Of course. But I used to think like, wow, because I have daddy issues, that's my whatever. <laughs> what a surprise. Yeah, I mean, but I have like weird, weird yeah. daddy issues. Um right. Uh, now, when you say issues, does that mean multiple? M- yeah, multiple issues that stem from not just one daddy, not issue. just one daddy issue. All my daddy, but a bunch of issues. Okay. But uh, but I remember being super young, thinking I always loved comics. I always thought they were so smart and funny, and I never thought. Uh, and this is not about you. You're very handsome. But I used to have crazy crushes on like Gilbert Gottfried and uh, mm-hmm. uh, oh god, what's this guy's name? I can't remember. Wait, um, let me guess. Who? Let me guess. Gary Shandling. Gary Shandling. Gilbert Gottfried. Uh, Oh, God, there's some other dude I Look can't Look it remember. up on your piece of paper. I have so many papers. <laughs> and by the way... Weirdest me... thing that you can't remember you had a comedy crush on. Oh, I, I but, thought you but... were going to do like, you know, Emo Phillips or something. No, but I had all these weird like, oh, my God, like uh, Andrew Dice Clay and... Uh, 
Dice Clay was he's sexy, reasonable, but like looking. Gary Gary Shandling and like Gilbert Gottfried. I and okay. Adam Adam Sandler's cute, but I remember like loving these guys who weren't the, the cutest men. And then when I got old enough to like, I started meeting them, and I thought, oh, they're so funny, they're so great. They're not models, they're not band dudes. I thought, I thought maybe I love them for their mind, I love them for their humor. That's all that matters to me. Maybe they'll be grateful we'd be dating some eighteen-year-old oh, girl. Oh, that's a, interesting. I thought, I thought, I, 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 this is like, I, I've got the secret in to the great men. You know, I, I have crushes on comedians. Nobody else is going to have crushes on comedians. I'm doing. I'm not really doing them a favor. They're great, but the, you know, they'll be grateful to get this, uh, you know, young girl. They were still mean and they were horrible and they were dark. Not, not Doug. Not the man that we talked about earlier. He was lovely. Right. I actually legitimately dated him, but I. Uh, dated a lot of comics and I found like there were some there were some of the meanest, darkest, most fucked up people I've ever dated. Um but you seem so healthy. I'm relatively healthy, <laughs> but I'm quirky. You're I'm quirky, a quirky dude. But you don't there's seem, no doubt about it. But are you dark? You're quirky. No, I'm not dark. Are you cuz I don't know what goes on behind closed doors cuz that's when of you course. find out, you know. That's what I'm saying right the, now. Yeah. So uh, so on a, so how are you so sane? You know what I mean? Like, how are you not... Out of all the comedians, I, I'd love to, like, rate, like, David Tell and uh, right, Tim Norton. Right, <laughs> and right, say, like, right, right. Who's the most weird and fucked up or whatever, even though I love well, all those people. he embraces it. He embraces it. Because um, you use all that shit for your... Th- to stand up in front of people and, like, want... I think I come more from the... Theater? Not quite from the Seinfeld school than yeah. from the... Oh, I'm just an outcast, and you know, I'll show those girls that never yeah. looked at me in high school that I can be popular. Like I feel like a lot of that is it's from those that. guys. How yeah. old are you when you lost your virginity? None of my business, but tell me everything. What's the name of my uh, other well, podcast? Well, I, I, it was it was not in high school, which oh. is shocking because I was a ventriloquist. Oh God! <laughs> I mean, I thought for sure that was going to be the straw, but no. Graduated high school, complete virgin. So, what, complete. Did you did you lose your virginity after twenty years old? At twenty. At twenty. No, no, I may have been nineteen. I okay, been 19. because I heard. Oh, I don't no. know if it was from Christopher Ryan who wrote Sex at Dawn. Did you read that book? No, I don't even know who this guy is. You actually, you've talked about this before on uh, in interviews and stuff. I did research, but I guess did you I forgot. talked um, about who? You didn't read this book, but somebody else brought it up with you. So Say it's it been again. This book called Sex at Dawn by Christopher Ryan, but also Neil Strauss. The guy who wrote The Game. Do you know yes, that? Yes, I do know about The Game. And he wrote this new book called The Truth, and it's just about like psyches and sex right. and, and why we do the things that we do and your relationship with your primary caregiver. Like in your case, it would be your mother. In my case, it's my father because that's – even if you dated men, which you don't. I uh, don't. Or I dated women, my relationship with my father and your relationship to your mother is what dictates dictates how you behave in a in a that might relationship. Be, that might be true. But uh, I heard from reading these two books by these two men that uh, – if you lose your virginity at 20 or later, you have a contempt for women. This is all just hearsay. It might not be right, but there's, they're, they're smart guys. I don't know. Right, they right, did all right, this right. research. That, oh, so I got have, him right under the contempt? Yeah, right. Like, like yeah. men who ah. lose their virginity at 20 or older are like, hate women. Just are like oh. so angry because they've been wanting, they've been so right, pent right. up being like, I want to go, I want to have sex, I want to have sex. So actually, and then I remember hearing about that and thinking, well, God, I was so I've been so promiscuous, but I've been so that's been so helpful for people. Good that that, that creates uh, fewer monsters because I've uh, well, actually I guess I only slept with men who already hated women who are older than me. So, have you ever dated someone slept with someone younger than you? Yes, when I turned thirty, I was dating a twenty-one-year-old. And were you like, oh my God, I see myself in this boy? 
I, it's just like too easy a setup for some dumb joke or something. But uh, no. Are you like, oh, I liked his bangs. <laughs> he was cute. Oh, God. What's the youngest girl? Who's the youngest girl you've ever dated? Or like what's the biggest age gap? Oh, oh tell me. I don't know. Tell don't me. Know. I'll tell you some stuff. I, it's not about that. I li- tell I know, me everything. I know. I know. I know. I know. I seem a little guarded. Why but are you I, so closed off with me all of a sudden? It's not closed off. What, it's the, just is it the I microphone? Feel, I feel like it's the first date, and you're going to learn all about that stuff, and that's in the past. And what we have is about now. <laughs> it's what we have is what we have. Yeah. This yeah. is for us. Is us. This is us. Um, that's yeah. not back then. But if we were on a date and you were talking, I will tell you that I don't. What? I don't think I've ever slept with someone born in the 90s. Okay, so you're going to be 56? Yeah. I'm 34. Right. I was born in 81. Right, 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 right. All right, so... So I've never... 90s would be, like, really young, right? 90s would be, like... 25, right? Am I doing that right? Aristotle, look this up. Uh, do the math. Just kidding. Yeah, I just no, always wanted to like 2006 would be 26. That's not really young. Okay, it's not really young. That's true. I went on a date with a. Uh... Wait, and what happens when you when you go on dates with like really young girls? Or do you do you feel ridiculous? Do you worry that sometimes? It looks... Sometimes. What? Tell me why. And I'm gonna look at my notes real quick. But just because I, you know, it's just like I don't want her to be embarrassed. It's not about me. It's just I don't want her to be like, oh, I'm hanging out with her uncle. You know what I mean? It's just. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. Because I have a youthful quality. You really do. I do. I feel I like do. I do, too. Yeah, <laughs> but you're young. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> um, oh, I went on a date with a 62-year-old the other day. 62? I thought he was 50. I met him on that dating app. Right. I clicked, you know, also he's very successful. So do I was like, click? I'm doing it. Yeah, did we cool. click? No, uh, did you? you have to, is click. it a swipe left, right I, thing? I, uh, it's like a heart. You click on a heart. If this is Raya. If he clicks in the heart, the match. We started Jesus. talking. Okay. I met up with him. It's too old. It's too old. Too for much. Me. Yeah. Sixty-two years old. Because I'm so self-aware. But you know, I went on the date. I apologize for talking too much. But this is supposed to be our conversation. No, I'm. I'm let fine me, with it. I'm fine with it. Let me talk at you. Um, I. You just want to brag about how many <laughs> guys you date. I you're, know what this is gal- about. You're gallivanting around New York City <laughs> with some redhead. <gasps> yeah, she is red. You talked yeah. about it on a podcast. I listened. I know. Todd Berry's. Um, two of the podcasts you were on, I was like, <laughs> I was wondering because I listen. I, I spent so much time thinking. I actually turned down dates with men because I went, uh, I'm prepping for my Wayne, Wayne oh Fetterman my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and, and meanwhile, this is the product. This is what it I is. Know. But it's like, you know, so you're like swimming in my head. I'm listening to all these podcasts, uh, whatever. Um, I, if I wanted to be on Real Housewives at Beverly Hills and you were my boyfriend and we'd been dating for like two and a half years, things were going great. And I mm-hmm. got this opportunity and I thought, you know what? It doesn't matter anymore. It's just a ridiculous show. It's not as embarrassing as, as it used to be. Would you be okay with me being on Real Housewives at Beverly Hills? Okay, I don't know those shows. Okay, I, I mean, I know I know the ones in Atlanta fight a lot, right? Yeah, um, you'd probably be on the show too because you're my boyfriend. Yeah, my it husband. would be, be like an extra. In Not the an show. extra. Be, it's as much as you want to be involved. Okay, 
I don't I don't know what the dynamic of those shows are, so I can't really speak to it. All right. I would yeah, whatever you want to do. Thank you very much. Oh my god, you're so supportive of yeah. us. Okay, so well the reason the, the only reason I ask you that was because I uh, this makes whatever it's neither here nor there. But I went on the date with a 62 year old because I'm an idiot who watches too many of these dumb shows like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and one of the women on 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 the show. She is in her 40s. Her husband is 70. So there's a 30-year age difference. Right. And she looks so happy that I thought, well, Erica Jane seems so happy on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Maybe I will go out on the date with a 62-year-old. That's how diluted. And then, you know, and then I went on the date. And uh, the dude, just a date. Just a date. He brought another girl. <clears throat> he did? He did. I, all right. I don't even... Do you want to tell me? No, I mean we didn't. I said I'm not going to have a threesome with you, but it wasn't even for a threesome. It wasn't even. She was just there, and then she went to dinner with us. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Did he pay for everyone? He paid for everyone. Is that the fancy? Can I ask where? Yeah, the dinner. Just the where the meal Chateau was. Chateau Marmont. Marmont. Chateau oh, Marmont. Yeah. Yes. On Sunset. Yeah. I know that Sunset place. Sunset This whole podcast is all about Tinseltown. We're around the nerd melt on Sunset, and we're talking about Chateau Marmont on Sunset. The Valley of San Fernando. The Valley of San Fernando. Donnie Solomon. Largo. Your <laughs> 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 last coffee house shop on the... Todd the, Glass. Yeah, Todd Glass. Um, lots anyway, going on. Lots of stuff's going on. All right. So, I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know where this is going. No, you were talking about... I didn't want to interrupt. <laughs> no, that's you that. You reminisce about your horrible date with the 62-year-old. And we made out. And you made out that's got to be a record for you, right? 62? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, that has to be the oldest man. That's the oldest. I don't need to do that again. Right. It's too much. It's too much because I want to have a kid. I want to get married. And You do? I do. Oh, oh, you don't? No, no, no. It has nothing to do with me. You don't. We're on this date. I know. So you want to? I want to have a kid. I want to get married to you, mm. Wayne Fetterman. No, it's happening. Oh. <laughs> Would you, would you look outside comedy for a partner? Yeah, for sure. I I was never looking into comedy That's for a partner. That's not true. I just, you know what I remember? Yeah. No, Eight no. minutes ago when you told me you were looking to date comedian? No. That's what I remember. No, I said I remember I, when I, you were a kid, you were like, I'll be the girl that dates comedians. <laughs> we Rob, can roll back the tape. Yeah, Rob, no, I said I, I used no to tape. do that. I know it's all digital. <laughs> I'm, but. Trying, I'm trying to hit, hit Wayne from across the table. He keeps dodging my slaps. Uh by the way, Rob Schneider. I used to be in love with Rob Schneider. I ran into him at the Beverly Center with Jared Grody when I was in elementary school, flagged him down, and asked to give him a hug. And and you know what? I'm done with my... my you're uh, done with the comedians. I'm done with the comedians. Is this why you want to date me? I'm, I'm not I even... I feel like you're insulting me now. I'm not... You feel like my act isn't as good as it used to be. <laughs> this is a pretend... And now I'm into the writer part of my career. We are just... Uh, listen. Wow, that hurts. I'm not dating comedians anymore. I'm not dating musicians anymore. So you wouldn't date me? I can't date you. Yeah, okay. But we're framing this as a date because it's more exciting for me. I understand, I understand. Um, And then you just get up and leave. No, no, it's fine. I waited. This is the long con. I met you at the 101. (laughs) I waited for you to be done with Doug Benson. Um, Oh, my God. I can't believe this. I'm saying that out loud. Um, So you never dated Kathy Griffin? I'm not. What? How many times am I going to have to say this? But like... Like, let me tell you. Like a romp? I will tell you, the one comedian I dated and lived with that I will talk about is Lizzie Cooperman. Okay. I've never heard of her. What? Who, who is she? Aristotle. Have you heard of her? Yeah. He, Aristotle's yeah. lying. She's a great alt comedian. She's a great alt comedian. Yeah. Yeah. And oh. very funny. And we lived together. And how did you, did you break up with her? We kind of broke up 
It's a long story. But anyway, it's a long they, story. with Lizzie Cooperman. Lizzie Cooperman. You can listen to the Pete Holmes podcast for uh, all the details. If you didn't get enough on his relationships, he's been in three major relationships, That's right? That's true. One, oh, wait, wait, hold on. C, not Cindy. They all start with the letter C, right? Yes, one of them is Cindy. I'm really trying to be Howard Stern. I'm listening. You're only my fourth podcast. <laughs> I'm trying to like be like a female Howard Stern, do my research, but then, you know, it all falls right. to, the wall, to the wayside once the uh, the tape starts rolling. Um, right. I love we keep referring to it as tape. I'm just copying. obviously just a chip or a I just card. Make, I just want to make it? you is feel a little comfortable. Co- little card? Yeah. I'm just yes-handing you, you know? We're at Nerdmelt. Okay. School of Improv. Um. Oh, man. Well, how about this? I thought this would be fun. I kind of wanted to do this. Since you... First of all, I'm very flattered you listen to all of that stuff. I listen to so much. Oh, and on these podcasts, I couldn't tell if you didn't get along with the people you were doing the podcast with. Oh, my God. You know, it's so weird. I feel like I got some blowback for Pete Holmes. I felt like you guys actively, or you didn't like him. It's it's so funny. It's like I try... It's like I'm so sarcastic... That people sometimes misread it. And I was really surprised because we were laughing during the whole thing. You were. And then people were like, why was he so mean to you? I was like, why was I mean to, why were you mean to Pete Holmes, Wayne? I was like, I, don't, I have no idea what you're talking See, about. See, I don't think you were mean so to him. So I have him. to be careful. I have to be careful. No, I, I don't think you were mean to him. I just think that when you, when, when you listen to a podcast, you can hear the relationship. Because like my podcast I've done with other people, all two of them. No, but uh, but everybody brings out a different side of me. You know, like it's a different. It's what just, am I tapping It's the into? chemistry. I don't know. I think. Uh, Scattered. I feel cozy with you. Oh. I feel like uh, if you're a special person, I like you a lot. I have a lot of respect for you. <laughs> okay. I just uh, I just want this to go well and to talk about cool, neat stuff. I right. just, I want the people to be entertained. And well, so I think th- talking about that will help. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> just keep hammering that in. But, um, I think that's a great strategy. But, um, just talk about how you want this to go. Listen, people will enjoy that. People love that. What um, else is on the paper? Oh, what else man. do we have? Well, I wanted you. Well, so you did get along with Pete Holmes and all this stuff. I oh, love Pete yeah, Holmes. I just think it's just Pete think Holmes it's like guy, we go way back. Oh, really? Yeah, to New York. Yeah. Um, well, I wanted you to like, oh, because you guys talked about this thing that I wanted to like explore because I agree. Where, oh no, <laughs> where uh, people say, oh my god. Wayne is burping. Sorry, it just had some root beer. <laughs> Excuse me. That's my favorite soda. That orange, all right, knock it off. Soda. I'm sorry. I know. We can't date. I'm, it's I'm, not happening. I'm messing with your mind. I know yeah. it's like you know, seduce and betray. Okay, so um, <laughs> well, you talked about how what you guys were talking about how uh, it's it's hard to break up with someone. People always think it's like you know, it's it's sad to be broken up with. It's active. It's equally as like difficult and hard to break up with someone. And didn't you have to, didn't you, did you break up with all your? <gasps> no, not all of them. Oh, I know all the details because I did all the research. Yeah. First one, one. First one, I, she broke up with me. You broke with it? Why? Well, it just, she met somebody else. All right. Because I had moved to California and she was going to go out and she didn't. And Second one? What happened? I broke up with her. Why? <laughs> this is going to make me look horrible. You know Why? Because that relationship kind of ran out of steam. Okay. Kind of ran out of steam. All right. And Pulling I, back. I yeah, get it. It was terrible. I feel bad about it. And one of the reasons, the third one was Lizzie Cooperman. One of the reasons you know all of this. I hate, but, but my listeners don't. Okay. The reason that that ended was that I felt so guilty about what happened to the second girl, her name is Carolyn, uh, that I... Uh, because we were together 10 years. We lived together, like, you, eight of us. You and Carolyn were together for 10 years. 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
You're not going to say why you really broke up. <laughs> no, it's just, I mean. Did you stray? Of course, of course. You strayed? Well, that was, but that was like kind of my, a way of breaking up. See, that's, okay, there's a difference. See, yeah, I like to hear that because I've cheated on boyfriends, but I've only ever cheated on them. To get out. Because I was such a pussy. Yeah, because I was yeah. like, because I was already done with it. And I knew if I cheated, I would, I, I couldn't live with the lie and I'd have to tell them. Or I'd have to. We had very similar. Yeah, we're so similar. Very, what did you use the word? Uh, Wait, what? Did you say you were like not brave? (sighs) Not brave. Oh, too much of a, did I say pussy? I think it is. I I know you don't like that kind of terminology. I don't mind, I don't mind. And also, it's my word to take back the power from. Take it, take it, take it. I'm not going to tell you what to say, but I'm just saying I felt like that was also. So anyway, I was so guilt ridden over being with her for 10 years and then... Wanting to break up. Yeah. Breaking up in that awkward way, the washer style. Yeah. <laughs> washer. <laughs> washer style. So from, yeah. And now from now on, everybody out there, if you cheat on your significant other, instead of just like communicating yeah, with them, having that you the think guts to, <laughs> to, to walk through your fear and communicate your needs and wants, which, which are to not be in the relationship anymore. And then you cheat on them. That's called washer style. The washer style. So I did a washer style. And then... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and then so I was so guilt-ridden that when I went out with Lizzie and she lived, I said, it's going to be one year, we're going to live together, and then at the end of the year, if we don't, like, get engaged or, like, take it to the next level, we're going to break up, and that's what happened. So can you role-play a breakup with me? Because I want to see how you break up with a girl. I don't, I mean... Oh, my God. How yeah, do, of course. Do you do it over, do over text or phone or person? No, I mean, this was pre-text, so I haven't pre-text. done it since then. Oh, but no, you, I would you never. Would? I, don't, I would always do it in person. Oh, cool. That... Come on. Okay, so let's... I'm not an animal. You're not a monster. <laughs> <laughs> Neanderthal. Um, is this like how Howard Stern does? Have you ever been on Howard Stern? No, no. You got to get... Do you have a publicist? Jesus. You how gotta... bad do you want me to feel about my career? You need to get a publicist. <laughs> yeah. You're right. You know, like you're saving money, eating all that Chipotle, mm-hmm. not shopping at Whole Foods and eating organic. How much do you think I should spend a month on a publicist? I think you should make a phone call to a famous friend of yours. And you should get yourself on Howard Stern. Okay. So you that, think I'd be good on that show? I think you'd be great. I mean, you're killing it on this show. And I uh, I model myself after that guy uh, 100%. Of course. Of course. <laughs> um, anyway. Oh, so let's do the breakup. Should we uh, Should we hold our iPhones to our, like we're over the phone? No. Let's just be in person. Okay. This is me breaking up with you? Yeah. And because you're like a theater person. Give me person. any, just a basic. What happened? Just a basic how long we've been together. <sighs> we've been together for five years. Okay. Um, I've been having a hard time conceiving. That oh. was our plan. Okay. You're dating a younger woman younger than yourself, you know. Right, right, not right. super young okay. anymore. All right, I got it. All I right. It. It's okay. not happy. We're fighting. There's resentment. Right, 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 right. You're not happy, okay? Okay. Action. Um, I think you know why I made you dinner tonight. I have what's going on? I have no idea. Well, I mean, thank you this, so much. You're this welcome. Is, this is I know great. I know you like spaghetti. <laughs> um, the thing is, I uh Mm-hmm. Oh, it's delicious. It's great. I know. I know. I know you like it with the extra sauce. <laughs> this is hard for me to say, but I'm just going to say it right to you. What's going on? I think we have to think about maybe ending this. Because I don't know if it's me. I mean, I went to the doctor, and my sperm count is not great, but it seems like it would be. It does. I'm over the minimum. 
Okay. I'm over the minimum, and I know you wanted a baby, and I don't know if maybe between you and your defective ovaries what? and me with my medium sperm count, it might just not be a match. And I hate to make it so physiological like that, but I think that's where we're at. Here's the thing. I, I, think, you're, I think we're not on the same page. I... I... I think you're great. I, no, I love you. I I would never. I'm I'm okay. I, I think this will change everything. I'm okay to not have kids. I but just want to be with whole, you. But you said you wanted to conceive. I know, but we've been together for five years. I'm, I'll have difficulty with any man I meet. I don't want to throw all this away. I love you. Forget about, kids. You will travel the world. Is, are we okay? I didn't know you were going to have it because it seems like every time I see you at night, when I come home from the clubs, you're very distant, and you have the headphones on. <laughs> And you're listening to uh, Four Non Blondes no. over and over again. No. Because that was your favorite song from a time when you were happy. <laughs> so I just, I don't know. That's just, but maybe I'm misreading the signal. You're saying you're totally happy. I'm totally Living happy. here with me and Tarzana. Yeah. Really? This is great. All right. Is, uh, so are we good? Well. Is there something? And we, do you, you still don't want to be together? No, we, no, no. I'm just. I thought. I. This is what's shocking to me. Like this reaction of yours. I literally thought you were going to be like, oh, what a relief. Well, this I mean, has been so hard. It's been so passive aggressive these last two and a half years. I just think let's the, go to therapy. We'll go to therapy. I'll make the adjustment. I'll make the shift. I love you. If that's all you needed, and you still want to be with me, this is great. Let's well, just, this is the thing: is I can't go to couples therapy. Why is that? I had a bad experience at couple therapy with my last girlfriend. Okay. Mindy, do you remember her? Mindy. Yeah, the last girlfriend. Yeah. So I have a, like a couples therapy restraining order because I attacked the and therapist. scene. Oh my god! <laughs> have you learned nothing from Nerd Melt School below or just above it? I can't. I can't believe it. Wow, what a puss! I can't believe it. You would have just cheated. I I knew where I was going. You're gonna I stay wasn't. with me. You would have just cheated. Pulled the wasser. <laughs> Well, watch style. Let me look at my notes here. Let me look. Oh, here's what I want to know. All right. So you're not great at breaking up. I'm not great at breaking up. How do you even? How do you even get into a relationship? Where do you? Where do you? Uh, do you know this person here? No. All right. It's a madhouse here at uh, Nerdist HQ. I love that you can't focus. It's a nice quality as a host. <laughs> That's what you're here for. To tell me what to do and keep me the in, in line. Distraction, and we go off the rails. <laughs> Like I was wearing a bright blue sweatshirt. <laughs> yeah, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> no one can see that. Um, oh my god, I don't know. I'm. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. Where do you meet women? Podcasts. Um. Ooh, girls, do you date girls who like you know comedy groupies like I used to be when uh, when I was eighteen? Um, I, I, was, I mean, I, I'm, like, I'm open to meeting any girl, anyhow, anyway, anyway. But not what? If, what about after a show? If a girl comes up to you after a show, do, yeah, do you, I would say, you don't mind that? Yeah, I mean it's the it's very very extremely rare that it happens to, to me. I don't believe that. I know. I don't I know. believe. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. It seems like I would be no. It seems. I'm not, and I do. I mean, I like flirting with girls. So yeah. It's like yeah, we know. We we oh. get it. We get it. Loud and what? clear. <laughs> so oh man, that's a good question. Um. How do I, I don't know? I meet him. You I meet him. I'm out. I'm at auditions. You're out and about. You're at auditions. A great time to meet a girl. She's studying her lines. Yeah, she's trying to yeah, get focused. She's vulnerable. <laughs> you try to sabotage your career. <laughs> Love it. That's, that's, how, that's how you. 
<laughs> what, what about Whole Foods? If you're at Whole Foods or if you're walking on Larchmont, because I feel like you're a Larchmont kind of guy. What, what part of town do you live As in? As a matter of fact, that is a great guess. Yeah. Because I'm not, I mean, if you want to be wrong, it's a great guess. Oh, Jesus. So you crushed it. Well, crushing it. <laughs> Wait, where do you, what part of town do you live in? Sorry. Okay. Tarzana? Um, I live in the Jew part of town. Pico oh, Robertson. Pico Robertson. I do live you know where uh, that is? Beverly Fairfax. Oh. Side note of a side note. I, do you ever it. go to um, Swingers? Yeah. That's like the dorkiest thing you've ever said. Hey, have you ever been to this really cool cafe called Swingers? I didn't have qualify you ever, it. Have you pointed and you like leaned in? Because like, uh, I've like been to Swingers. I've eaten there many times. That's great. That's where you meet people? I Sometimes when I meet, like there was a date, I went out with this girl named Sarah. Okay. And we met at Swingers. You met, met. there? I don't think you should meet there. You should what? meet because it's too much is going on. If you just thought that you lost yeah, well, me and I got some distracted. Some of us can what? focus. Listen, but I'm Some of us can deal with a waitress coming by waitresses, asking for an order. No. Waitresses are too sexy there, revealing outfits. I don't want to have to. If we're going to go on a date at Swingers. I mean, you don't I'm have not, to compete with that. I don't want to have to compete with that. There's also another. So you're more canters, those ladies. Canters? You're like, you, you're like hotter <laughs> than those ladies. Oh, my God. We are really telling everybody on this podcast the, the hot spots here and, you know, the, the showbiz hot spots. Well, it has to be late night. It usually has to be after my sets. There's not that many Ooh, restaurants. Maybe. I like farm, Farmer's Market. I think that's old school. Uh, you don't like Farmer's Market? No. Why? Tray. I don't want to take oh, anyone true. who has a tray. That's true. Uh, that's for me. That's for me when I'm eating alone. Okay, so what are you looking for in a woman? Like I, I've heard you in previous all it's the research simple. I did. Simple. What breathing, vagina? No, no, not at all. Heartbeat. No, I you know you're saying yes. Obviously, those are that's a given, but not just that. Um, connection, fun. <laughs> yeah. Maybe funny, but fun. <laughs> There's a difference between funny and fun. I like girls who are fun. And people who are, uh, I like, really respond to, I don't know, intelligence. Here's another weird thing, just a physical. Okay. Occlusion. What's that? What's that? Occlusion is your your bite. Okay. Do you know, like, if you have, like, an overbite or an underbite, do you know what I'm talking about at I, all? I had buck teeth with a big gap. I had neck gear. I yeah, worked, yeah, you know, yeah, So yeah. what about, what so about? So occlusion is, the, you Oh my god, you're terrifying me. You're this like you're like a serial killer right now. I know. This is like the worst you thing you've ever said. Occlusion? No one else has said that. No. <laughs> oh my god, this, I turned Aristotle and he's like no longer laughing. We, we both think you're a murderer. I'm a crazy person. I told you I'm quirky. Okay. This is one of the reasons I'm he just, single. He just took his baseball cap on and he put it, took it off and then put it back on. Yeah. All right. That's uh, yeah. That's, so tell what does this mean? Occlusion. Yeah. What does that mean? It's about teeth and but like I'm into teeth and mouth and all of that. Like I find that like like a winning smile is important. A to winning me. smile. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you don't want some girl with like fucked up teeth is what you're saying. No mangled, rotted, fucked up, weird, well, overbite weirdness. Yeah, I'm just, like I'm just early trying to... wasser. Okay. <laughs> you're just describing middle school, right? Um <laughs> well God, where can we find you? So you're fifty something or other, right? Let's just yeah, yeah, fifty something or other. Let me just say, I feel like I'm ahead of the game when it comes to date. Like I've dated you do? phenomenal. Oh my god! Would yeah. you have a kid? I mean, I feel like I'm on the last. It's like last legs. Yeah, like I don't, because then I would be in my seventies when he graduates high school. It's like a my, little oh, weird. God, my dad is like eighty three. 
I know, but you're not graduating high school. No, I'm just saying my dad was 30 years older than my mom. So he was like, oh, I'm going to carry the one, have the two, bring oh, it this down. This explains it. Oh, this yeah. Explains this explains it. it. This is this about you. explains why you're uh, making out with a 62-year-old with his girlfriend staring at the two that of was, you. Who, I don't know who that girl was. But, uh, oh, the funniest <laughs> part of that whole thing yeah. is that, like, I thought, okay, I'll, the other girl left. She was just a friend of his. But and I, I was happy to have her there to soften the blow of the, like, awkward date. Right. You know, I was like texting my friends being like, I'm meeting him in his room at the chateau. If I get murdered, I'll be in room, blah, blah, blah. Like, so you know where to find the body and all this stuff. Whatever. Get to the room. This beautiful French girl is there pouting, this actress girl. And, you know, they're just having a chat. It's They're not even trying to have a threesome with me, which is, would, would have been like a cooler story. So she just tags along to dinner and I'm because I'm realizing I'm not, you know, I'm not super attracted to the guy. But I'm feeling it out. She finally leaves. I stick around because I'm still an idiot. I'm even though I'm in my thirties, I'm I know I should have left. I was trying to leave, and then he was like, "Oh, just have one more drink with me in my room." And I was like, "Oh, I'm an idiot. I'm actively doing this. I'm an idiot." But maybe I'll make out with him just to like see if I have any feelings towards the sixty-two year old. Right, right. We make out. He's he's laying on top of me a bit on the couch. I realize I don't want to be doing this anymore. And then I, I go, you know what? I'm just I'm just gonna go, just move. And I start pushing him off me, and he goes. I'm not going to rape you. And I'm thinking, well, I didn't I didn't think you were going to rape me until you said that. I got to get out of here. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> it was so creepy. You know, the Bill Cosby stuff and all this oh, stuff. And right. the, I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm an idiot. I have to get out of here. And, like, he's totally lovely. He's not a bad person. But I'm just, like, had this weird date with a 62-year-old. You had a 62-year-old non-rapist. I just I went out with a 62-year-old non-rapist. And I can check that off the list, off my bucket list. Did Wait, did he get the room for the night? Was he visiting? He's How- fancy. He's more fancy than I He's am. He's a fancy. I'm not. It's not. I'm not comparing no, him to I'm you. No, I'm thinking about it. You could. You're Wayne Fetterman. No, but I'm thinking like, would you? Did he get the room no, for the night? No, he was visiting from. Oh, okay. Someplace else. Oh. It's all a nightmare. No, no, it's, it's not a nightmare. It's. I'm very curious. Yeah. So I thought he's interesting. He's smart. Blah blah. Like you know. Of course, I'm sure he's accomplished. He's accomplished. He's neat. I thought I'll be. I'll talk to him. I'll have the experience. And then I was just like, Rrr. and then maybe just somehow there might be like a spark. Maybe a spark. The, maybe yeah. I can do it. My mom dated somebody who was 30 years old. Right, right, her, right. Who right. knows the Real Housewives right. of Beverly Hills? The torch Hills. has been passed the to torch- a new, <laughs> new generation of inappropriate dating ages. Yeah, that's great. I see what's happened. So how many 20-somethings have you gone on a date with? <laughs> not, that ma- not, not that many. Not is that many. Is it weird to date somebody your own age? Do you not want to do it? It's none of my business. It depends. Again, it so depends on the person. It's so, like, I'm attracted. To, I'm attracted to, again, occlusion. <laughs> oh, my God. One. No, I'm attracted to, like, smart, fun, funny people with a great disposition. And also, this is going to sound... So boring. Okay. But I love nice people. I like love, people that yeah. are like nice to waiters yeah. and nice to the valet guy. And I, I don't want to brag, but once in a while I can afford valet. Fantastic. And then uh, <laughs> I get, sorry to, yeah. and then, you know, just nice people that are just like nice people. Yeah. I like that too. I used I to, really find that attractive. I used to, I'm looking at your phone just to get a gauge because I always feel like every podcast I've, I've heard you on, you're like, uh, when's my heart out? When's my heart out? No, so. I just like to kind of know, but I'm <laughs> having too. a good time. Um, uh, I'm fine. I have my lunch ready to go. You got your lunch. Feel free to start snacking whenever. I'm not going to. I'm okay, gonna. cool. I no, feel do bad you. enough about the, no, it's fantastic. the burp. Um, you look very stylish today, by the way. Normally, I would have wanted, like, uh, wanted to tell everybody out there what you're wearing so they could have a picture in their head when they're doing God knows what while they're listening to this. What's on my this. hat? JPL. 
Do you know what that is? Jet Propulsion Laboratory. Laboratory, yes. You got just went there for the first time. This is great. On Friday. Uh, two days before Greece premiered. Oh, fantastic. Were you live <laughs> tweeting it? No. Oh. No, I didn't even put anything on Facebook. You're, fo- you're focused. You're just living in the moment. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. meditate? No. Why not? You seem like you're angry. You're like, no. Um, I, I've tried. I've tried. Yeah. It's not for me. It's not for you. It's not for me. No yoga, right? No yoga. Basketball. Basketball. Yeah, I play basketball a couple times a week. Oh, yeah. Full court. Oh, my God. Ugh. Do you know who John Sally is? Yes. You're talking about from the Detroit Pistons, the well, radio guy? Well, I didn't because I saw him at M Cafe not too long ago. <laughs> saw him at M Cafe. He has <laughs> two championship rings. He may even have a third one with the Lakers. You may have three rings. Wait, can I be on your basketball team because I'm tall? Do you have any women on it? First of all, you You're know there's female basketball leagues. So, so, you, so you just want to segregate me immediately and not even take a chance. Take a chance on an excited, forget it, a, a new whale. Oh, you're saying you want to play? I want to play with you. I mean, basketball. Can you play? Forget it. Anyway, so I was at M Cafe, another hot spot in Los Angeles. This is like, this is cool. Anybody visiting LA, if they listen to this podcast, they're busy. They, they know where to go, M when to Cafe. go. It's a what? It's where you, is it? You should go there, but you won't like it because you don't like healthy food. You no. only like fast food right. stuff. And um, copious notes and research told me that um, M Cafe is on Melrose. It's vegan, macrobiotic. I know. I knew it. I knew. I didn't want to tell you. I didn't want to tell you. Um, the most beautiful, successful, cool, stylish women go to M Cafe. You don't need to like M Cafe Wayne Fetterman. But right? I need to like. You need to go there, sit at the community table, like John Sally does, because this is where I'm getting back to the story. It involves John Sally. Just go to that place. You'll pick up so many great looking women, and 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 they all sit at the community table, and you're sitting across, and it's like a weird date, and there's all this like chemistry and all the pheromones and whatever uh, pheromones, pheromones. Anyway, so I'm sitting at the community table eating like bullshit quinoa and like kale salad or something, right? and, and soba noodles. And this really tall guy walks in. Yeah, he's six eight. He's six eight. All right, <laughs> I know Makes, who he is. Yeah, I look. I go, wow, you're tall. You're so tall. Have you have you ever thought about playing? No, you didn't ask him <laughs> if he played basketball. <laughs> I love it. I like it when they're last because like that means a lot. Because he's like constantly doing podcasts. It's yeah, a big yeah. deal. Uh, I'm like, oh my god, and I like get up like the bonehead that I am. I'm like super enthusiastic because you know, and I go, can we compare height? I'm five eleven, maybe six feet. Like you know, and who's taller? You know, just and then uh, I go, God, have you ever played basketball? He's like, yeah, yeah, I've played. I'd be so, oh, wow. Any teams I uh, would have heard of? He just like lists all of them off. I I find out what his name is. Text all my friends, and they're like, yeah, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <That's pretty good. laughs> I couldn't believe it. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, I don't know. That's all. That's that story. That's, that's the end of it. That's I mean I just I'm just so embarrassed that I was just like, hey, you should uh, you should play basketball. It could be really a cool. Well, he thing had a very you. good career. He was on a phenomenal team in '89 and '90, '88, '89, '90. Yeah. Who's on your team? Is it just all like it's like Jimmy it's Pardo? Mainly, no, no, no. Uh, it's mainly comedy store guys. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So, oh, do you like playing the comedy store? Do you perform? No, there? not that often. Oh, I don't really like the comedy. I mean, I do like it, but I I just I'm more improv. Largo is more sort of my two spots why do you think that is 
Just lazy. Just lazy. Yeah. But don't you feel like it's at a different energy or it's a different type it's a of little, crowd? It's a little different energy. I, I kind of, but I feel like the comedy store is changing. For the first time in my life, I feel like when I look at the lineups now, they're yeah. like, whoa. It's not meatheady. I feel like a while ago, I'd be like, I'd go to Largo. not to, I'd go see comedy at Largo or the Improv before I'd go to comedy store yeah. because I'd be like, oh, it's a bunch of bones. I feel like it's really changed a lot. They yeah. have a new booker over there. It's really good. Yeah. And it's just like old timey and looks like romantic, oh. like a cool setting. It used to be Zero's. Used to be. Nightclub. Oh, Blood really? Club. It should be one of the top nightclubs in the city. It's called C I R O apostrophe S. Ciro's, like a famous nightclub. Did you used to go to nightclubs or do you still? No, it was before my time. Before but I your mean, time. I'm into comedy history. Yeah. In fact, I just contributed to an article on Vulture magazine. About what? Top 100 jokes that, in, that formed modern comedy. Is one of them your jokes? No. Come oh. on. Well, I don't know, but one of, you have like a famous joke about like something like Woody Allen. Woody Allen, I do have a famous Tell Woody us a Allen. joke right now and perform it like the <laughs> best. <laughs> but uh, we just did this starting, the first joke is from, the first bit is from 1908 and then all the way, because I'm like a comedy nerd nut, so it's very fun to put that together. And they want me to write a companion piece about Richard Pryor, so I'm oh, working really? on that right now. So do yeah. I, do I, do you, because you wrote a book about, uh, what, what? Pete Maravich, a basketball player. Basketball player, so. Yeah. You I'm love, very diverse. You are so diverse. How did this happen? And then they, they use... People are looking for diversity, like the yeah, academy. They should a, contact me. You're a multi-hyphenate, <laughs> which is very futuristic. That's, so you got to do all this stuff. You know, I used to say, this was my old joke. I used to say... Uh, this better be funny. I, I know. Can't wait. I go, what do you do? I go, I, I'm an actor slash comedian slash wrist. Oh, God. <laughs> Comedy in threes, ladies and gentlemen. This is amazing. That's not bad. That's bad for the eighties. That's fantastic. You're not updating your Instagram enough, though. I know. Um, you got to tell me what to do. You got to just. You got listen. Aristotle and I know we're on we're on Instagram. Uh, I like being in life a little more than I like being online. Well, here's what you do. You connect with. Do you know what I'm talking about? I just like it. Me I just too. Like hanging. It's just more fun. Don't don't push me out of this loop. I'm with you. I'm living my life. I like to look up. I feel like I try to I try to like make eye contact with men at Whole Foods because that's where my favorite. <laughs> I love flirting at Whole Foods. And yeah, I, I get you like flirting. Whatever you said, you love flirting. Anyway, so oh, the coffee is kicking in like crazy right now. This is amazing. Um, but like I will be. I'll look at men. Hoping to catch their gaze, and I don't want to. Say, I know you don't like the F word, all different forms of the F word from all the research I've done, and I whatever. Um, I don't either, but anyway, I'll try to. I fuck guys, yeah, Not, you will. Don't look at me, but then. And when did you first learn that skill? Like, were you doing it in high school? I've always just made intense. I like intense eye contact. I feel if you hold it, and then it's like with people you don't like, if you catch eye contact with a girl, and, and then. It is you, like a power. I always I look hold, away. Oh, you do? Oh, I, I, I hold you know, it. You can kill me in a second. I'm just like, oh, I don't know. I'm out. Oh, this my God. This feels weird inside. That's like a metaphor for how a relationship would go. Like, I'd hold the gaze, and of you'd be course, like, I'm out of here. I could here. do it if I wanted okay. to. Okay. Anyway, so I'll be at Whole Foods. This is the part of the podcast where people are going to go, Why were you so mean to her? No, the be like, did they have sex? They clearly, uh, anyway, I mean, my God, the sexual tension. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. So I will try to make eye contact with men at Whole Foods, but they're on their phone and they're just, they're on their phone and they just walk right past me. And I just think I could have been the love of your life. I could have been everything. Just look up. You know what I mean? Like, and everybody's just like looking down, walking to like, uh, whatever. Poles. I know. It's, it's, I, I don't know what, to, I don't know where we're going to go with it, but it's, as of now, I'm trying to be in life. Because there's always, like, even like that JPL, I could have been 
On your thing. Dang, I'm sad. But I wanted to be there walking around like an idiot, you know. But I'll give you some advice, though. If you're going to make a run for the Grammy uh, campaign. Yeah, I am making a run for the Grammy. Here's the deal. Making a run for the Grammy. You're making a run for the Grammy. I usually make a run for the border because I go to Taco Bell. (laughs) But now I'm going to make a run for the Grammy. Griffin style. Okay. Griffin style. Oh, Kathy Griffin style. Oh, God, I love her. I love her. So do I. So Um, do I. I. Underrated comedian, by the way. I underrated. Why do you think she's underrated? I'll oh, tell no, you. I'll I know t- exactly why. Tell me why. Will you tell me why you think? No, you tell me first. I'll tell you because people think she's a niche comedian yeah. who only likes to gossip about celebrities and has like a predominantly gay and female following. So she's just a niche comedian. But her jokes are phenomenal. Oh, she's so great. She is real. And she, I think she may even have the record for the most amount of specials any comedian's ever done. Oh, and Bravo, right? Yeah. yeah. I think she has. She, I'm like 19 or something. When I was hanging out with comedy people and dating, I'm sorry, people, no, no, be so adamant, but I just no, feel like she I, gets ignored a lot. I'm gonna inc- when I push this podcast, when this podcast is released, I'm gonna include her in the ads in the Twitter where we, where we where we have a moment, to, you know, praising Kathy Griffin just to help me get more followers. Maybe, okay, maybe well, she'll so see you're it. manipulating her fame. I'm, I'm, I'm mani- talking about why I like her as a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> Busted. No, but I do love her. Here's the thing. Yes. When I was hanging out with comedians. Uh, back in the day, dating uh, all the comedians, um, like an idiot. I'm like foaming, foaming at the mouth. Kathy Griffin was at some wedding I was at. I was at some wedding. I don't remember whose wedding it is. I'm not going to say. I don't want to say who it is if I can, if you or I can remember. But uh, she was there and everybody was really mean to her. All the alt comics were being, not not you, or not that you're an not alt me. comic, whatever. She was at I the, think I know that wedding. She, so I was at this wedding. I think I was, I don't know who, I think I know who I was dating at the time. Uh because I had I had like legit boyfriends who were, whatever. So I uh, I went to the ladies' room, and people were being so mean to Kathy Griffin, and she was crying in the ladies' room. And I remember like just holding her, giving her a pep talk, and because uh, I just thought this amazing woman, I couldn't believe somebody so strong and so talented and so you know was being like bullied by these dicks who were so mean and jealous. Comedians of her. are tough. I mean, I know we <sighs> let's can we circle back because yeah. earlier you were talking about how mean some of these. Guy comedians yeah. are. But female comedians can be tough as well. Obviously, you experienced it. I think that the night. men and the women were being mean to her. They're just, be- yeah. and they're all at a wedding, but they're just like just snubbing her because they, I guess I they know, just I'm don't like to think her. Of the guy. Yeah, I think I was at that wedding. Um, don't look. I'm going to wipe my nose in my hand. Okay, okay, I don't want okay. you to see this. I'm looking. To, now I'm opposite of eye contact. Now you're intrigued, though, right? Because I'm all. so real. You're like, God, she's so quirky and beautiful and real. I love what you, <laughs> I love that, that you expose <laughs> the inner side of your mind uh, so quickly. I do my cognitive behavioral therapy on myself out loud, you know? <laughs> I live out loud. But yeah, so... It's amazing. So you're circling back to what now? No, just like the comedians can be mean. Yeah. Can be mean, and it's unfortunate. But like, I do feel like a lot of Comedy comes from some sort of anger and resentment. I hate to say it. There's yeah. a not to brag, there's a documentary I mean called Misery Loves Comedy. You made a documentary called Misery Loves Comedy? I'm in it. Oh. I didn't make it. A guy named Kevin Pollack made it. <gasps> Heard of him. Yeah. And uh but that was kind of the overall theme of that documentary. Misery loves comedy. Oh, I gotta watch this. I'm writing this down. Yeah. On and page three of my notes. Yeah. So and he asked a lot of comedians. I mean you look, there's miserable people in a lot. There's miserable cab drivers. Or uh, let me update that. 
Lyft drivers. Ugh, Lyft drivers. <laughs> the fun, interesting or thing is... Or comic book store employees. That's true. Or, yeah. You know, it's hard. Life is hard. Um, Life is hard. But the funny thing is I ran... I can't believe I just said that Life is hard. Listen, you heard it here idiot. first. You heard it here first from I apologize. Wayne Fetterman. I apologize. Go get the Chronicles of Fetterman. That <laughs> on, is like... Available on iTunes. Wait. Life is hard to me is almost <laughs> as bad as saying it is what it is. Another one of my least favorite expressions. I keep saying things like, I'm just going to walk through it. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like, uh, oh, that's what I want to ask you about. I don't Can care. Did you ever run or jog through it? <laughs> no. I want my, skip through it. I don't want my boobs to sag. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm putting a pin in this. I want to talk about self-help books with you because I know you're into that stuff. Couldn't but, be more into it. Uh, Misery Loves Company. Which comedy. I'm gonna, sorry, comedy. Oh, a much better title. I'm glad he chose that. Uh, Misery Loves Company. Yeah, it's about stand-ups. It's, like it's, it's like the old, old-timey old phrase, but then twisted for exactly what he wanted to talk about. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, you're a nice person. You want to date a nice person, blah, blah, blah. I tried to. We, we yeah. were covering these pivotal, important things, uh, but you say you're sarcastic. Obviously, I'm not Listen. super nice. I did cheat on girlfriend, so, yeah. so it's not, let's not make me out to you're be. You're human. Maybe you won't do it. Hopefully, you won't do it again. You yeah, learn from it. Yeah. Maybe now you'll rise to the occasion and communicate before you hurt somebody else's right. feelings and right. you know uh, mess with the trust of the relationship. But anyway, you say you're sarcastic. Mm-hmm. My therapist says... Sarcasm is unresolved rage. Have you no, heard this? No. Well, it's it the depends. Truth. There's some people who are just mean and sarcastic. Listen, here's the thing. Go ahead. I'm talking about sarcasm. When somebody, when, when you're sarcastic and uh, it's at the other person's expense, if the joke is at somebody's expense, like if I go, oh, Wayne, blah, 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 and the joke's on you, and you're like, I'm not laughing. This isn't funny. That's different from wit, wit and charm and being like, oh, and like, just making a joke where it's not at somebody else's expense. What do you think? Am I wrong? Is my therapist wrong? Well, I feel wrong? like there is a there is kind of like this hard sarcasm, which mm-hmm. is kind of like the Jersey New York sarcasm, where it's like that. That's not the kind of sarcasm I'm talking about. I'm talking about when you say something that's obviously not true, but everyone knows what you're actually trying to say. That's 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 where you live. That's where I tend to live, and I think I come from love. Yeah, it's coming from love. I think oh, I yeah, come people from, forget, but I also context. think it's an elevated way of thinking and exploring the world. Yeah, that's true. And then also, I, I like to make uh, you know because I say I'm, I'm not I'm not a mean person, mm-hmm. but I can be sarcastic and and uh, yeah. But I, I like to pe- ride the wave. I think people confuse sarcasm with just insult humor. Insult humor. So I don't like insult humor. I like sarcasm, and then also sometimes I like them both. But uh, well, well, I'm, I'm like. Softer. Let me give you an example. What the other day, uh, I was did Todd Berry's podcast. I listened to it. I heard it. And you guys get along. Pod- I thought you guys hated each other. Oh, great, great, okay, great. great. <laughs> so uh, he's so funny and super sarcastic. One of my favorite things. And during the podcast, we were talking about com- comedy. I go, I'm not a great comedian. You know, I go, I'm not a great, comedian, but I'm like a pretty good comedian. And Todd says to me, he goes. I don't even know if you're a pretty good comedian or something like that. Yeah. It was like funny and it was like he wasn't – it was just like a setup. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So you just have to go uh, – yeah. jo- I don't know. You've got to – the context, the vibe behind it. I think you can usually read if somebody's a dick or if they're right, right, if they're right. just hilarious. Plus you guys are both male comedians who've known each other for a long time. You know you're in a safe place even though I thought you guys maybe hated each other. Really? No, I'm just teasing. I don't know. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. But uh, – oh – to come full circle to the Kathy Griffin thing. So I held her in the ladies' room. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. I'm, this is a big deal. I'm consoling Kathy Griffin. She's so – I can't believe anybody – she could be affected. It's just weird to see, you know, your heroes cry. Anyway, but – um, and then years later, I was dating some musician guy. I graduated from 
uh, stand-ups to musicians, only drummers. I know you play drums, too. Yes, I do. Ukulele, drums. Piano. Piano. Bass. Bass. Guitar. Guitar. <laughs> I'm going to keep going because I don't want to hear this story. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. So I said, that was sarcastic. <sighs> Go ahead. Go ahead. But I feel safe and cozy with you. So I saw Kathy Griffin at the Grammys, and I was like, and I said hello to her. And uh, she just iced me out and just walked right back. It was just really funny. She was probably busy. She was busy. She was doing stuff. But I just remember my relationship to her was like, got one from like holding her in the bathroom. Oh, so was that the last time you talked to her? <laughs> yeah, ever. I mean, I don't really know her. I think I went, I don't know. But I just thought that was funny. That was from the holling her in the bathroom to like being like, Kathy, uh, oh, bye. You know, but whatever. She was busy. It was a thing. She was making a play for the Grammys. She was trying to. Um... <laughs> she got them. Did she won? She won. Just like you are next I, year. Was... Oh, but here, so, uh, by the way, an Instagram. So here's the thing. You want to be here now. You want to be present to go back to that. Uh, right. So ba- balancing social media and all this stuff. You have to do that uh, shit. I mean, for example, just for one. Okay. Like right now, if you were talking to me and I was kind of uh, on my phone, no. how horrible would that but, be? But that would, you would never do that because you're a human being. And no, but got, people, I've been in uh, the radio thing where one person, like there's three people, one person's on their phone. Are you I'm serious? So, Who yeah. are these people? I know. You know what? Good that they do that because then you know to get them out of your life. I don't know if that's the punishment. Oh. I'm just saying. Well. <laughs> I feel like people do have, there was, I remember during Breaking Bad. Okay. What about it? At the end. Do you remember at the end, all those big, tremendous shows? It was all in the zeitgeist. They had a thing where like you could do the two screen experience, which was watch the show and also on the app be like, Oh. Have information about other stuff. Two screen experience. They so wanted Breaking Bad was. Oh, that's they're they're targeting the future. The kids. That's what I'm. That, this okay. is my point. Okay. If you're like get rid of those people in your life, I'm saying maybe I'm just a a bit of a di- social no, dinosaur in that I can't do the two screen experience in life yet. No, you're not We're, a dinosaur. Here's how I live my life because yeah. I'm like writing. I'm somewhere between being a dinosaur and, and like. But you, you know. want me to do more Instagram? No, posting. but I'm saying you have to do this shit because your 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 product is you, True. right? And you've got to uh, market your product. And how do you do that? So you make time for it once a day or twice a day when you want to. Not when you're walking in front of. Not when you could be potentially falling in love not and making eye contact. Right. Or not when I'm on a podcast. Not when you're on Love Alexi podcast. Uh, That's the name know. of this. Love Alexi. Yeah, love it's it. Called Love Alexi. Okay. All right. What you do is you do one post with a photo. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Aristotle is younger Aristotle. than I Aristotle. Hold on. I'm not done. You do it on Instagram, and then it links to your Twitter, your Facebook, your Tumblr. You probably don't even have a Tumblr. I mean, I don't even care about Tumblr anyway, but I'm just saying you root your post on Instagram, and then from Instagram, you get it out to all your other shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, but so I feel do, like you the do people once. I want to contact on Facebook are different than what I want to do on Instagram. So then in the morning and then the afternoon, you just make time for it and you're conscious about it. Because here's the thing. The future is going to just keep going. It's going to get more crazy. Things are, oh, rational optimist. That's what you're into, right? Yes. So I am a rational optimist. You're a rational optimist. Do you know optimist. that book? No. All right. I'm going to get it. I'm going to listen to it. Um, but the Matt thing is, Ridley. Matt Ridley? That's the guy who wrote it. So what's the, what's the main idea behind the rational Optimist. Well, I'm okay, I'm t- going to keep make this really short. Okay, thank you. The prevailing aesthetic, aesthetic. Okay. I don't even pronounce never it. pronounce it like that again. I know, Please. I know, I know. I'm sorry. Okay, um, is that things are terrible? There's income disparity, global warming, da, 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 ISIS. That things have never been so bad. Yeah, I take the opposite 
view. It's, I feel like things have never been better. This is the best time to be alive in the history of humanity, in the history of the world, history of our world. And I feel like I have evidence to back that up. But that's what basically, it doesn't mean that everything is good. Yeah. That's the rational part of it. Yeah. Things are evolving and changing, but ultimately it's going to be for the better. It's always been for the better. It's in always the last, been. In the last hundred years, it's gotten better. In the last 30 years, it's gotten better. In the last, yeah. Now, again, I'm going to do this. It's like kind of like this as opposed to like that. How would you describe that? It's like steps as yeah. opposed to a, just a direct line. But it's going up. It's definitely better. No, so I, that's what a rational optimist I is. I totally get that. And that's why I'm just I'm using the fact that I know that you like this theory in this book called right. The Rational Optimist because uh, instead of being like, oh, people are texting. It's so annoying. I've got to be part of what's happening right in front of me. Well, OK. So then you find the balance. You strike the balance where, you, you know, where you embrace Instagram and Twitter and you make time for it. But on but you are mindful of the way you make time for it in your life because uh, you do it in the morning, you do it in the middle of the day, you do it at night, not while you're driving, not where you could be potentially falling in love with me at Whole Foods or whoever. Yes. Uh, or when you're at JPL. Right. Um, so that's just what you do. And you've got to be posting more on Instagram because you got to get that Grammy in 2017 or whenever it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you got to be pushing yourself and pushing yourself hard and not uh, saying, oh, I want to be present. Like that's not an excuse. You just balance it. That's what the rational optimist like would say. I coming out hard on me. Coming out like hard. It's, this is not real important. This is tough love. Because I get in fights with people. Love Alexi. <laughs> tough love Alexi. Is that right? Oh my God. Say that again so I can use that as a sound bite. <laughs> this is tough love Alexi. Can you say, this is Wayne Fetterman. You're listening to Love Alexi. And then say something charming and funny. Okay. I don't know why you think this is a radio show. Because it's not, but I will do it. <laughs> All right. Hello, this is Wayne Fetterman. You're listening to Love Alexi, however you feel about her. <laughs> I love that you're gripping your neck as if like, it took it all out of you. <laughs> it took a lot. Okay, let me just, because we're going to wrap this up momentarily. We're well, kind it. of. I'm checking the Let's time on, on your phone. Oh, my God. Oh, I know. no, we're okay. Oh, yeah, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We we rap when I say we rap. Of course. It's your podcast. <laughs> um, don't eye my Snickers. Stop eyeing my Snickers. I just feel like it's almost a uh, great piece of art, the way it's open. Like no, it's, that. it's yeah. cool. Um, okay. Rational optimist stuff. This is something I get yes. in arguments with my well, friends about. I thought we were going to do self-help books. Oh, we're going to... I put a pin in that. Hold on. We've got a lot to cover. All right? With the rational optimist uh, theory, uh, stance, I get in arguments with my friends where they say, oh, you know, everything's filmmaking is fucked and right. music is fucked because people are stealing mm -hmm. off the internet. Uh, and that makes it harder for people to, whatever, losing money, you can't make films, it's going to ruin the film industry. People are stealing music. Right. Uh, it, it, that means the only way you can make money as a, as a musician is like touring because, you know, they're not making money on album sales. Also, um, oh God, and, you know, and, and I get upset about... Uh, Dating and fidelity, because I feel like there are all these frantic avenues to get sidetracked with, like Snapchat. Oh, you got to get on Snapchat. You got to get on Snapchat too. We'll talk. I'll Can we that. table it till after the. Okay. <laughs> like um, people are going to be like, "How much are we going to talk about?" You have social? to do that. Um, and then I also think people are way too politically correct now. Like you're a pretty polite guy, so I don't feel like uh, you feel stifled by the the current state of PC. Oh, I do. You do. No question. So I okay. struggle. So I. Some of my friends are like, well, fuck it. It doesn't matter if people are stealing music and films because that's fine. That's just the, the way the future is going. And I get annoyed with them for taking that stance because I don't I, 
I don't want my, you know, I make stuff. I don't want to lose money. If I'm making something and my filmmaker friends and musician friends, I don't want them to lose money. You made The Revenant, right? I made The Revenant, yeah, you know, The Shot yeah. Through the Trees. Yeah, That's your favorite yeah. one, right? Um, <laughs> but, uh, oh God. But, uh, but, but then I, I struggle with, okay, are things getting more PC now because we know more and this is better and this is good and we're getting better, even though I feel like everybody takes everything so, so much more seriously and it's unnecessary. So, listen, I don't really know where I'm going with this. But uh, I d- Thank God I didn't interrupt. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> I, the coffee. Okay, so what self-help books do you like? <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, I don't know. I get confused because the rational. Do you read them? Do you read self-help? I love self-help books. Okay. This is the main main one. Okay. And I was just rereading it. Oh, really? Yeah. To get ready and grounded for this podcast? No, no, no. But I was just rereading it again because it's, I mean, I feel like it's his best one. A guy named Dr. Wayne Dyer who just died. He just died? He just passed away. When? Why? How? I don't know. I mean, there's only so much... He's a self-help guru, but you still... We're all just going to die. Yeah, we're all just dust in the wind, to quote Kansas. It's, uh, all right. (laughs) Can we edit that out? Just kidding. (laughs) Uh, It's just a question of when and how. Right. I mean, when we're going to die, you know. Of course. Um, But that's, it's like the, there's a Charlie Brown cartoon. It's like, it's it's like, I think Lucy goes, you know, one day we're going to die. And then the next one is, God, I'm getting this wrong. But Charlie Brown says something to the effect of like, she goes, one day we're going to die. She goes, he goes, yeah, but every other day we're not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's deep. I know. It's Schultz, true. Schultz is really good. He was deep. Yeah. yeah. And, so and anyway, so that was my one. It was called Your Erroneous Zones. Your Erroneous Zones. And yeah. Wayne Dyer just died. And side this note. This was his first book. Side note. When yeah. I Google you, Wayne Wayne Dyer comes. Oh, it does. Up. So I'm looking for Wayne Fetterman. It's like Wayne Dyer, and I'm yeah, like, okay, yeah. so it all it's all interesting. He was my guy, but you know, I like the early. I like the ones from the 30s. You know, that like helped like salesmen get motivated. Well, what's the erroneous zones? Tell me about that. What's what's the core? The Your core ex- thing is that you're responsible for your feelings. Oh, that's yes. the core, and to like you, this isn't a dress rehearsal. You know, all you know, this yeah. is your life, and you have to. Like, just because you're Italian doesn't mean, like, oh, I have a short fuse, I'm Italian. Yeah. Like, that's just an excuse for you. So Does this also mean that you take a cough break while I throw this at no, you? No, no, no. Uh, because I feel like, I don't know if this is exactly what he was saying, I'm I, I'm in control of how I feel. Yeah. That's, that's, just, so I that's remember, an elevated way to be as a human being. Because that means, because oftentimes there'll be situations where I'm, you know, where people are like, oh, they did this to me, I have to feel this way. Right. And then I've only recently learned that I go, I don't want to feel this way. The only person living with these feelings, me. Right. I've got a. They hard, don't care. They don't care. Who knows what they're thinking about? <laughs> right. I, I've got, and, and I've actually had to actively go as hard as this is. I've got to harness where I put my attention, and no longer put my attention on this. Oh, what, what did they right. look at me wrong, weird? Oh, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. I feel self conscious and embarrassed, and then put it on something else, and then make my life better because now I'm doing something like actively helping myself, whether it's writing or anything that makes me happier than spiraling out of something because. That's a hard thing that I try to tell people that it's very they hard. They can't hear it. To me, that's that. Yeah, so that helps me tremendously. So, like, it's yeah. it's sort of like if something bad happens to you, you can't change that. Yeah, but you can change how you feel about it. And it's I know it sounds simple, but it's it's difficult. And it's it talks about a lot about guilt and worry, and it's procrastination. And, what is the thing about procrastination? I, that's all I do. Yeah, I know. He just ta- he, he he talks about why we do it. It's you know fear based, and 
It's good. He has. It's a really good little book. Yeah. I'm not saying it's the end all, and I know people are into the yeah. power of now or um, Carolyn Meese. No, that's, she she deals she, with the thing. Is that the secret? That's not the secret. I can't. I listened to that book on tape. I like the Four Agreements. I love the, love four, the four Agreements. Agree- if you follow the Four Agreements, is the phenomenal. Greatest. Okay, phenomenal. And Four Agreements is very similar because don't take things personally. Don't take things personally. Because that's the essence of the your erroneous zones. Uh, another thing. Oh, I listened to this one woman named uh, Oh, uh, not Shakti Gawain. Go on, whatever. Uh, is it Carolyn Meese? Something about the energy anatomy. It's called oh, I energy. Don't know about that. Do you know about that one? No. Well, one of the things is that we have a belief system subconsciously mm-hmm. that we're that are running our run that runs our life. And I remember one time tapping into that, and realizing, oh my god, I didn't even realize that. Like, and I wrote it all down on my on my computer, just being like. Oh my god! I I think like men hate women and women are not as or whatever whatever mind things are that are like you have all these like subconscious beliefs right. inside of you that you might not even uh, be aware of that are just uh, you know blah blah blah. But yes, I love the four agreements. Love the four agreements. Love don't like it. Love it. Love it. And there's only four of them. Only four of them. It seems like it's and they're so profound when you really dig down, dig what, in. If you follow, or excuse me, walk through. What? Wasser style. It was. Oh man, we are wrapping this up. If you follow, up. if you followed me on Instagram, you would have seen I posted it about two days ago. Um, what are they off the top of your head? Don't take anything personally. Be yep. impeccable with your word. Yeah. What are the other two? There are only four. Yeah, the other two are. Um, uh, no, hold on, good hold stuff. on. I do know. Them. Good I don't. Stuff. I do. Um, don't take things personally. Come on, listen. Wayne. Google Come on. it, people. Come on, Wayne. Come on, Wayne. Come on, Wayne. Um, yeah. This is, this is I know, comedy this is gold. I'm sorry. I'm this just locking up. I'm totally locking podcast up. Podcast gold. I'm I have locking a f- up on this. few more questions I was going to ask you before you know we usher you out of here uh, at a rapid yeah. pace. Yeah. Um, you get nervous though, right? Do you get nervous before you perform? Sometimes. Sometimes. I used to, a lot when I was younger. Yeah. Really? So how do you combat that? Because I remember being, you do, like, you're friends with Liliana Douglas. I am also. Mm-hmm. She was my first guest on this podcast. We were going to do, I don't know. I don't know why I was there. But uh, she throws these living room right. shows. You were getting ready, and I remember we had a quick chat about how you said you were nervous, but you said you weren't, and you don't drink alcohol unless you gonna you're gonna you don't do drink alcohol before you perform, right? No. Very smart. I respect that so much. Thank you. Um, so, how do you combat nerves? Um, it's a little of just. I mean, I have a couple like kind of relaxation, kind of. I mean, it's just stupid. Like concentrate on my breath. Give us your mantra. Um, I don't have a mantra. <laughs> Give it to I us. I just try to, try to like, I always just try to say, like, the more fun I have, the better this is going to go. Like, and you can't be nervous and be laughing. for You can have nervous laughter, which is like that thing, but you can't be, like, laughing and be nervous. So Yeah. So I just try to, I don't know, just work through it. And with experience, it's gotten a lot better. It's oh, gotten a lot man. better. Oh God! I know. Yeah, to be loose, to be loose, to be loose is, to be, is everything. You have to be loose. That's everything. You be. But to be loose is hard because things are scary. Um, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> um, okay, last question before last I question. really tie it up. This is it. Let's say, yeah, because I have a kind of cool young demographic. You know. Yes. Yeah. And that I'm, and, you know, and uh, let's say they want to be comics. A, yes. Boys or girls want to be comics. Mm-hmm. They look up to you like a comedy cool guru, yep. right? I can guru. Give kids some advice who want to be oh. stand-up comedian performers. Like, you know, throw a little uh, the essence of you, uh, heartfelt, self-helpy stuff into the ether for my young 
followers. Well, first of all, it's too crowded. Don't even bother. Oh, gee, stop no, wearing so much plaid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I would say that's sarcasm, by the way. Uh, okay, that thank was you. An example of my humor. That's an example of my humor. Hey, um, call back. Is that a call back? I would say the, the normal. I don't have it like get on stage in front of strangers as much as possible. Like that's the number one. That was true. In 1984, that was true in 2004, that was true in 1904. Yeah. Like, you got to get on stage. This is one of those few things that you have to do if you want to perform in front of a... Yeah. But I, I will say, in response to my own advice, there's comedians uh, who uh, perform in their bedroom, do stand-up, and... Um, Who's the the comedian with the piano? Why am I blanking on his name? Um, Zach Galifianakis? No, 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 no. Wayne um, Fetterman? Oh, Wayne. I'm t- come on. Come on. You need to start drinking Bo coffee. Bo Burnham. Bo oh, Burnham. Bo Burnham. Do you know that guy? Dave Becky client? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Whatever. God, that was Sorry. the worst, <laughs> douchiest thing I've ever heard. Show business. You're oh, with my. Dave Roth. <laughs> The worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I heard so, you say your manager on a podcast. That's the only reason I know who you're with. Uh, so uh, yeah, so he's on a piano, Bo. Burnham. So he started performing in his bedroom in Massachusetts and became more famous than a lot of comedians who had been touring for years. Hmm. So maybe you don't know, but I'm saying if you want to perform in front of an audience, I feel like that's that's a key because it's it's a little bit of a dance between the comedian and the audience, the art form, as opposed to yeah. just reciting your act. Who are your friends? I th- literally. Now, I, I thought that was the last question. No, I've decided to stop. I, this I, is a bonus? I'll tell you when. This is a bonus? I'll, you'll, we'll, are you'll we in know, bonus time? You're in bonus. You'll know when we're done. Who are your friends, though? Who are your core friends? Are they comics? Like, who who do you call if something great or bad happens? <sighs> I got, this is, I'm very much like, this is very, it's complex. complex. I can't just rattle off a couple names. Because I travel, like I did in high school, in different circles. Oh, And some of them overlap a little bit. Like, I hung out with the jocks a lot in high school, even though I was in the drama club and on the debate team. Did you ever have fear of, like, crossover, like, compartmentalized groups crossing no, over? No, I, like, I like birth- them all to meet each other, but they wouldn't. They wouldn't? I was the common denominator. What about a birthday party, if you have a birthday yeah, party? Yeah, I've had that. I've had some but weird... Aren't you, aren't you panicked, though, of all the groups? I don't have groups? birth... It's interesting. <laughs> I, I, I panic. I don't have birthday parties, either. I don't because want, of that? I don't want who are, I don't want to get all the people. It's stressful, and they might not like each other. I don't want to worry about it. So anyway, uh, so there is no answer to your question. There's, I have stand-up friends. I have like friends that aren't even in the business. I have friends from high school. I have friends that used to be a comedian and now writers. So it's just a it's a kind of a long list. But I'm a bit of a lone wolf. I'm a bit of a me too. You are? Yeah, you're a Cancer. I'm an Aquarius. <laughs> That's how it goes, you know. The most unattractive <laughs> thing you've said all podcasts. <laughs> That was sarcasm. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Also, I don't want to talk about this, but we also don't like scatological humor either, right? I can't stand it. I don't like anybody saying any gross words. I have a lot of shame. Well, I don't it, know why for that. I don't know why you're dragging me into <laughs> your... Because I, I heard you don't either from all the I research. I don't use it. I don't think you use I, it, but I know you don't like the gross that's words. That's not true. That's not true. The, you that's don't, not tr- the it F all word. depends on the context of it. Ugh, don't use like, this word There's a me. Louis C.K. bit about watching his daughter defecate. You Ugh. know that thing? <laughs> It's like nothing in a million years I would ever say. I thought it was hilarious. You can't listen to it. Defecate. No, I don't like the F-A-R-T word. Don't say that to me. Don't even spell it out. You're disgusting. You just... You're disgusting. All right. Listen, I'll talk to Louis C.K. next week. He's my guest next week. Thank you for having just me. Just kidding. Hey, wait. No, I'm wrapping it up officially. Okay, you guys, if you haven't already, 
Uh, okay, for everything, <laughs> let me just let me just do this. Relax. <laughs> What's your website? WayneFetterman.com. All right. For everything and anything, Wayne Fetterman. Go to WayneFetterman.com. Follow him on Twitter. Uh, at Fetterman. Correct. And Instagram, because he's going to be posting a lot more after today's show at Insta Fetterman, right? Correct. You're nailing all of this. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for speaking with me, Wayne. I appreciate it. Do you regret it? Not in the least. You I've had been a, looking forward to this. You had a good time? I, well, let's just say I was looking forward to it. Okay. Um, listen. <laughs> no, I loved it. Of course. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to Love Alexi. If you haven't already, I think you should subscribe to Love Alexi on iTunes. You could go to Nerdist.com, tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Uh, you can check out my website, iboycrazy.com. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat and all that bullshit at Alexi Wasser. I mean, Wayne, I even have a YouTube channel, but I'm not going to talk about it because I've just been plugging too many things. Uh, anyway, thanks, you guys, for listening. And most importantly, I don't care what everyone else says about you. I love you. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 